That's what I do, brother. It's what I do, man. I'm a one man fucking team, dude. I, I've always I've always done that stuff like this though, where it's just me. Really? I, yeah, I mean, I, I got into film and stuff like that. Obviously, you need a whole crew, but I prefer it doing it myself. I'm kind of a control freak. That's a good and bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Dude. You see, I'm I'm like I try to be a control, mm -hmm. but I'm like to go with the flow with it. Like I'm someone that's like. I don't know, like, I just kind of, like, I try not to stress myself out too much. Yeah. So I'm just kind of, like, the less control I have, the better. Like, just kind of go with whatever's happening. Mm -hmm. But then there is shit that, like, I'm like, fuck, I need to be in control, and I get so stressed about it. Yeah. So it's, like, there's definitely pros and cons. So I feel you on, like, wanting to have control, but then I'm also, like, ah, just being laid back's the best. I, I think it's, like, because you said the stress thing. I think it's, like, an Asian thing where it's, like, I got to be stressed out because if I'm not, then it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything. It's in the culture. It's in the culture, bro. I swear, because my mom's the same way. Like, if, if yeah. she's not on fucking 110 miles an hour, it, it, it just feels like she's not doing anything. Yeah. But she only does it for, like, four, six hours, then she's like, all right, I'm good. Is it <laughs> is it really, like, uh you know, the, the, like, stay, dude, this is my thing with, like, stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Stereotypes are a thing because they're fucking true. Is it really, like... Do your fucking math. Do your fuck like do your like growing up. Was it like do your homework? Do your homework. Always homework, bro. I would always, um, I'd always come home and have to do homework. I couldn't like play with my friends. Like dude, it was weird. Like we, me and my sister would get off school, and then we'd have dinner. Yeah. And then we would just have to do homework up until a certain unless we played sports. You know what I mean? Then sports were it was like an excuse to not do homework, which is why we play. I think which is why we played sports our whole life to get out of fucking doing homework. Yeah, but my Smart. I mean it paid it paid off for my sister because she just graduated as a doctor. Shut so, the fuck up. Yeah, bro. Literally two I thought you were going to say it paid off for my sister. She just fucking played D1 football. <laughs> no, she's a doctor now, bro. It's wild. Know, it's 2023. Girls can play football D1. <laughs> there was that kicker in Vanderbilt for like a day. That's true. That girl. So she got hit. Yeah, dude. And she's like, I'm done. Yeah, that's what happened in my high school, bro. I went to Catholic uh, high school. Fuck it. Dude, Catholic school. Hell baby. yeah, brother. I love it. Um, but yeah, dude. So I went to Catholic school and we had one of the soccer chicks as our kicker and it like lasted like a week or two. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny, dude. I, uh, yeah, dude, my parents, like, I come from, like, my parents are very, like, successful. Like, they've done the same. My mom's been a nurse for, mm -hmm. like, 40 years now. Damn. But she, like, when I was growing up, my mom went to school. She went back to school, got her doctorate. So she, like, teaches now. My dad's been a civil engineer his whole life. Oh, nice. Uh, but, like, they were so busy. So we got, like, the perks of, like, coming home, like, not doing homework. Dude, I used to come home. I was fat. I was so fat when I was growing no up. No kidding. Bro. Dude, I, oh, I was a fat kid my whole life. I literally, that's what's weird. I hate talking to people about it because no one believes me. But like, I was fat till I was like twenty six. So what? it's like, yeah. well, what's what's fat? Like two fifty. What, bro? Dude, I graduated college. Oh, dude, I'll show you pictures. I graduated college two fifty. I was fat, dude. What? That's why I, I played goalie in lacrosse in college, and it was because I was fat, and it was like I didn't you have just, to, yeah. dude. Because like everyone else had to run, and they didn't expect me to be fast. I was like, fuck it, I got out of so much shit, dude. But I would come home from school every day. I would sit on my couch and I would take a like a, you know like a like a bucket you know like you can get like a bucket of pretzels or whatever yeah we always had that in my house so I'd sit there I put the bucket Damn. of pretzels in between my leg I'd have a <laughs> bowl of ranch and a bowl of honey mustard I would just sit there and just fucking watch Wait. cartoons and eat fucking pretzels like oh. back and forth dude one day my mom came this is a true story dude one time my mom came home and she looked at me and she goes you know if you don't stop eating this way you're gonna get diabetes and lose a limb. Did you dude, stop? Or you you think Asian moms are scary, dude? <laughs> fucking nurse moms are scary. My mom was a nurse. That's so fucking Asian and normal. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, dude. A lot of I feel like a lot of a lot of Asians I grew up with, a lot of Filipino Asians I grew up with, they're all fucking nurses. Um, for real? No, I swear that's to God, what, dude. that's so wild, bro. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of Filipinos in F Philadelphia. Dude, Philadelphia has like a lot. Like 
Yeah, like most, I would say like most people I went to Catholic school with, because I, I went to Catholic school, like grade school, high school, everything. And most Asians in my class were either Filipino or Vietnamese. Like we didn't really have any like Chinese, Korean. Yeah. No way. I had no idea Philadelphia had that kind of like, uh, had those, had Filipinos. Why does it sound weird? Does it sound weird to you? No, you should sound good. Okay. That's maybe just me. No, it's probably my voice, dude. It's my voice. Um, You're hearing my voice and it sounds weird. No, not even. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's like, uh, yeah, Philadelphia is like way more diverse than I think people think. I mean, because most people think Philadelphia, they think me like a piece of scumbag. So it's just like a fucking trashy dude. But, what part of Philadelphia? Uh, so I grew up in Delco, Delaware Delco. County. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a suburb, like 20 minutes outside the city. Um. But yeah, I grew up there and like, and it's weird, dude. Cause it's like, there's like, it's like sections. So mm -hmm. there's like super wealthy. There's, it's called the main line and it's like all rich people, dude. Okay. Like all like the public schools in Philadelphia, that area, mm -hmm. they're like the best in the country. So I went to the Catholic school out there and it was like a mix of like, like, you know, people from Philadelphia, people from the suburbs, people from like the other suburbs that are like would be you know i don't care white trash yeah like, yeah, yeah dude it was a mix of everything dude <laughs> i went to like the united nations of trash my that was my high school dude <laughs> united nations of, of trash, trash I love dude. It, dude. everybody we had everyone dude it was sick i this is this is my fate the best thing i ever experienced in high school yeah was uh these two dudes were beefing so instead of fighting like normal people do they had a fucking rap battle Oh my God. Dude, in the no parking lot way. after school, dude, I literally was like, oh fuck, dude, I'm white trash. Like a fucking we, rap battle. And they weren't good. Yeah, That's right? the worst part. Like <laughs> wait, if wait, it was, just came out. Yeah. If it was like, if it was like, like if I went to high school with like a Mac Miller, I'd be like, oh, that's sick, dude. <laughs> no, this is like two dudes that were like making mixtapes on like, you know, I, I don't even want to say like a studio, dude. They probably were just like recording into like, you know, like a Sony phone. Like we had flip phones, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were like, they had a rap battle. And I was like, dude, this just proves you guys are fucking dorks. This doesn't prove who's cooler. This proves <laughs> you guys are dorks, man. Unless one of them made it. Neither of them made it. I don't know what either of them are doing, dude. <laughs> probably I'm, still rap battling. Dude, on they're a flip just, phone. yeah, they're, they're just at their jobs just doing rap battles. It's like that scene in Eight Mile when they're getting food. You've seen Eight Mile, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When they're when they're waiting outside to get food and it's like exhibit rapping. <laughs> Greatest cameo in a movie ever is exhibit in Eight Mile. And then they're all rapping, and then there's like that girl and whatever. She's rapping against exhibit, and then Eminem comes out getting food and just like spits bars. That's probably what they're doing at their jobs right now, <laughs> as we speak. I love it. Yeah. Shout out to fucking uh Philadelphia and the rap battles. Yeah, there, shout dude. out to the scumbags yeah. of Philly, baby. I'm one of them, dude. I will. I embrace it, man. I like you have to. You have, I, to. you have to, dude. That's like the whole thing is like you have to embrace just like where you're from. Yeah. I love being from Philadelphia. I really do. I love where I grew up, uh, which is wild because like as a kid, I had to leave there to appreciate it because like I was uh, this was a kick in the nuts, dude. So growing up, we used to come to L.A. like every summer for vacation. Okay. I never knew why. And then my parents told me like, oh, yeah, you were born at ucla like we lived here what and yeah exactly dude i was like why the fuck did we move what the fuck yeah. how old were you when you found out i was probably like 10 because we just our family was here we kept coming and i had no idea and then like you know my dad was like yeah like before i moved out to la my dad's like yeah you know like philadelphia's home but like you know we almost when we left la we were gonna go back and then we were gonna go to germany and i was like of all the places, we could have went back to LA or went to Germany and we stayed in Philadelphia. And then I'm like, you know what? I fucking love it. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it's like a different culture out there. I, like it's, I say I, we get a bad rap because of sports. Mm, okay. And I say it's like people think like Eagles. That's fans, true. Eagles, Eagles 76ers. Eagles, dude, Eagles fans. They're like Eagles fans are the biggest pieces of shit. I'm like, no, dude, we're passionate. Right. I'm like, yeah, we'll call you an asshole. Right. If you're wearing like another team's jersey, but then we'll throw you a beer and let you drink with us all day, dude. That's how. That's just how it is, bro. And I feel like people like places like that. It's, that's just like the best. Like I always equate it to Hawaii, right? Hawaii Hawaiians will just scrap it out. Like, is that just, where you're from? Uh, I was born in Hawaii, raised in Vegas. Oh, you're raised in Vegas, yeah, bro. You fucking sinner, yeah, dude. See, I'm what's worse than Philadelphia, probably. Dude, did you lose your virginity to a prostitute? <laughs> no, I, she wasn't a prostitute. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. No, but maybe. Sure. But maybe. Now, she now maybe. <laughs> Dude, I used to follow uh, when TikTok first came out during the pandemic. I used to follow a stripper in Vegas, just because like she posted how much money she made, and I was like, dude, I wish I was a girl. If it's I was, a, dude, if I was a girl from eighteen to like twenty five, I would be a stripper in Vegas, make all the money I could right, make, dude. and at twenty five, be like, holy shit, I have like a couple million dollars. Vegas isn't that expensive. No, to not live. at all. Make a couple million dollars. Houses, yeah, bro. and then you retire at twenty five. Yeah, There's dude, no, dude, I'll. I've only been to a strip club once in my life, mm -hmm. but I embrace, I'm like, dude, make your money how you can make it. I saw that clip, by the way, the fucking, during the pandemic, the strip club, that dude. was funny bit, bro. Nice, the Batman dude. Bane. <laughs> dude, it's a true story, bro. Bro, that's hilarious to me, I man. Was in, I was in Nashville, Tennessee on a bachelor party. I've never, I've never been to a strip club. I've just, it's not something I ever was like, oh, I want to go. Like, I don't, it's, I don't, it just wasn't, it's not something I'm like, oh, like, fuck it. Strip clubs are sick, dude. Yeah. No, I'm not giving, I'm giving somebody money. Exactly. For no, I'm, yeah. I'm literally, that's the worst return on investment. I'm throwing somebody money and I get nothing out of it. Although wait, the, uh, I have a buddy. We were just talking about this. Uh, he used to go to strip clubs and what he would do, he would rip dollar bills in half, crumble them up and throw them. Oh so my he God, like would, dude. yeah. And they called him and kicked him out of the strip club. But like he would consistently do that. I've never heard of that. That is fucking brilliant. It's so smart. If that's you don't so get smart. caught, yeah. it's so smart. But yeah, dude, I was uh, in Nashville for a bachelor party and they were like, all right, we're going to the strip club. And I'm like, oh, I've never been. They're like, oh, fuck it. It's even better. I'm like, dude, this is like towards the middle end of pandemic, whatever. It's like 20, May, tw April, May, 2021. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let's go. We roll in there. First off, didn't know there's a cover charge. So already yeah. I'm out money. <laughs> They're like, yeah, $60 to come in. I'm like, I got to pay money to pay more money. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> And then, you know, I'm like, all right, at least there's going to be a buffet. I hear about these strip club buffets. I walk in, no buffet, oh, no shit. buffet. BYOB though. So that was cool. We got to bring our own beer. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, was dope. there like a cork fee or whatever they call it? No, nah, I think we just rolled Damn, in with cases. Dude, that. that's fucking dope. They don't be yeah. doing that in Vegas, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. And then we get in there and, you know, the girls are fully naked and wearing a face mask. And I'm like, thank God, dude. I was so afraid of getting COVID. You know, that's TIs <laughs> I'm not afraid of. But the COVID, hell yeah, dude. I'm like a syphilis from the fucking air follicles or whatever but like you know the yeah dude that was and like i and then one of them paid for me to get a private dance yep that's how the homies do it dude yeah they were sick i appreciated it oh yeah but she's wearing a face mask and like asking me questions and i'm literally like just just be quiet and just like dancing let's get this over with like i don't this is awkward yeah 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 she's like, she's like i'm from florida where are you from i'm like anywhere but here like <laughs> Whatever gets you to shut up and just get they, out. They don't I, be shutting up though, dude. No, fucking, and then I, game. Yeah, dude. And then I never went back. I never. I have yet to go back to a strip club. Uh, I was just in Mexico. My friends were like, "Let's do it," and I was like, "No, 
I was like, I'm an artist. I go, I can't go because then my jokes are over. I can't say, I can never say that again. I'm <laughs> lying. a bit, bro. Dude, I'm lying to everybody. I was just like, I'm not paying for it. I don't want to pay for that. I, I agree, dude. I agree. I had, I like from Vegas too, but it's like, I did go to a lot of strip clubs. And really? it's like, when, yeah, when homies would come out from like out of town, come to Vegas, we'd always fucking hook them up with a lap dance. Just be, pick a girl, pick a girl. That's dope, dude. <laughs> See, I'd rather like, I'd rather if my homies come, I'd rather take them to like a bar. Right. Like where I'm like, all right, dude, there's plenty of girls here. Like we'll go talk. Like, and I'm like, you have a better, cause you're going to go home with her. You have a better chance to go home with her. Mm -hmm. If I take you to a strip club, I'm going to pay for you to get a dance. And then I'm going to, you're going to be my problem the rest of the night. Like, you know, it's true. It's just like, get the fuck That's out true. of That's true. That's very true. And they're, they're, dude, they're, they're hounds out there. The strippers are hounds, bro. Really? Yeah. Let me see what's going on. They're good. Check, 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 Technical check. difficulties, there we go. guys. Thank you for Check, 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 check. In. Okay, here we go. Indie Sorry about that, Thomas. Indie podcast, dude. I love it. No, dude. I'm all about, dude, I'm I'm all about the do-it-yourself attitude. Uh, we're around the same age, dude. So, like, How old I, are you? I'm 30. Okay, 34. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dude, you are? Yeah. Man, dude, Asians really do look younger than they yeah, are, bro. bro. Fucking That's black sick. don't crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, so I, I feel on the inside, black on crack. But I feel like, see, I, I feel like I don't look like I'm 30. Most people, no, don't not think, at all. Yeah, most people don't guess it. It's, I looked older when I was fat uh, yeah. than now, and that's yeah. what I think that's what it is. But uh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, we're like, so I'm all about the do-it-yourself, like indie stuff, because like, um, in high school was like really when like Mac Miller started popping off, Wiz mm, Khalifa, frat rap, yeah, like Hoodie yeah, Allen, bro. Mike Stud, uh, Sammy Adams, and like it was so big, and it was like, oh, these guys are like just indie dudes they yeah. don't have a label there's yeah. nothing and i like i there's something i respect about that because the hustle's so much harder exactly to put yourself out it there is. and keep it working and i think that's what i like about comedy is like mm. it's all like you no one's hustling for you right unless you're at the top and you're signed with an agent and they're getting you spots like no like right now like you're you're going to shows you're meeting people you're doing like you know you're doing whatever you can and you're constantly working you're going to open mics you're talking you're showing up at shows and you know maybe somebody doesn't show up and this person knows you and they're like oh he can go up whatever but it's like it's that whole mindset of like oh no one's gonna do this for me i gotta do it for myself exactly now don't get me wrong there's comics out here who don't have that mindset and i think it's a bad thing yeah uh i think especially with this your ego gets checked way before the door oh my gosh dude it's you wild. can't dude i you know, book. I've been booking like random shows. I bought like I I I used to run my own show, and then I was booked. Now I'm like co-producing one and booking shows and shit. Mm -hmm. And I'll hit up comics that I just see, and I'll get all the t I'll get people to be like, "Oh, I'm not a bringer," and I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were a comedy store regular." Like, <laughs> my bad, my bad. You and your 800 followers, and I love my favorite is like hitting up comics, and they're all verified. And then I look, and they're following like 4,000 people, yeah. and they have like 10 yeah. followers. I'm like. Dude, that is like I would rather you send me a dick pic <laughs> than look on your profile and see you have a blue check mark. But having a blue check mark means nothing. Now, nothing. I feel like. No, nothing. The fact that you can buy it is so sad. Yeah. And people do. They do. Oh my they god, do, yeah. they do. And it's do. like people buy for like I'm like people buy for like their businesses, and I'm like, what are you verified in? Yeah. Like people run like a pet shop, and they are like verified. I'm like, what the? What are you fucking Steve Irwin, dude? Like. Why are you verified for a pet shop? Duly noted. Dick pics over the blue check mark. Duly yeah, noted. dude. If you're gonna, if I hit you up and you have a blue check mark, just send me a dick pic and I'll be like, all right, it's cool. Listen up, guys. Yeah. Listen up. And girls. Yeah, okay. dude. Girls. I don't care. You send me a dick pic. If I don't have to Google it, I don't care. Then I won't know. So let's get into comedy, dude. How, you, 
you move out to LA for comedy? No, dude. I uh, I moved out for acting. I was a I studied theater at a uh, Playhouse West in uh, Philadelphia and in Los Angeles for like five years. Um, Is acting pretty big in Philadelphia. Uh, it's not like big. There's like a lot of projects, so it's a lot of like. There's a lot of like you know one day like you know one line roles like film like. The biggest thing is like M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. The director yeah. films all his stuff. He's from Philadelphia, films everything oh, in Philadelphia. Wow. So I auditioned for like a lot of his stuff. I auditioned for like Servant, his movies and stuff. Oh shit, did you get on any of them? Nope. No. Not even a callback for some. Damn. Yeah. No, Damn. the dude, the one, the biggest <laughs> this is this is my thing with Philadelphia, is that like my biggest opportunity was to be a stand-in <laughs> for a movie. <laughs> like a stand-in. Now here's Damn, the thing. Dude. I wasn't against it. It was, I was a stand in for, it was, uh, it was me and they, I, my agent hit me up. She's like, Hey, we're waiting to hear back. It's you and one other guy for the stand in job, you know, but actors get it. It's yeah. like a SAG credit. Yep. Exactly. I get paid the rate. Yep. I'll get, I'll probably be wavered in by that point. Cause right. it was like a two month project and it was like full-time paid. I'm like, Oh, I just got to show up every day, stand there. They pay me. And I fucking read a book, sit on my phone, whatever. Um, but like acting is like big, like I auditioned for like, you know, it's a lot of commercials and stuff. That's true. And, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, man, it's, I, I love acting. I do. I really, I love it a lot. Are you I still doing it out here? No, like I stopped going to, no, no, for real. Like I fell in love with comedy. Yeah, dude. Comedy. I, I, the only reason I started doing comedy was, well, I, I, I always had it in my mind. Like if I can go do comedy, like do an open mic and bomb, like, then I can go into an audition and not give a shit, you know? Cause That's it's a like a way to put it, dude. Yeah. Cause there's nothing worse than trying to make people laugh and it not like your oh one gosh, goal dude. is to make people laugh. And if you hear nothing but crickets, you failed. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, if I go into an audition for like acting and I bomb, like who cares, dude? Like right. my, go like it's all subjective comedy. It's like, no, they're jokes. You're supposed to make people like, there's one goal to make people laugh mm. or it depends who you ask. Like, you know, divide the room, like make people laugh, make people feel uncomfortable, whatever. Um, so, but then I met my, I, I, I lived down the street from a comedy club and I would just go there for shows. And I started talking to this bartender, uh, my buddy, Anthony Sturity. Um, and he's like, you ever do comedy? I'm like, no, like, you know, I've worked with comics, uh, on like, uh, I did, uh, I did, uh, the first season of Gillian Keeves. I did an episode and it was all comics that I worked oh, with. Shit. Yeah, dude. It was like, it was, well, Shane Gillis, yeah. uh, Chris O'Connor, uh, Matt McCusker, Foley, uh, Reggie Conquest, Brian Six, like all these Philly comics. And it was the best time I ever had on set. Like legit the best time. And I was there to be a background actor. And um, John McKeever came up to me and was like, hey man, we want you to say this role and, or this line. And I'm like, all right, yeah, fuck yeah. And it was super dope. Like I got to interact with those guys and I did it. I was like, it was a sport. It was a, it's the press conference in season one. He, okay. I'll check that yeah, out. Yeah. It's, it's funny, but like, yeah, I have a line and he just came up to me. He's like, all right, I want you to say this. And it's, uh, do you think, uh, fuck, what was it? Uh, do you think some about like going to affect your ball on the narrow, I don't play golf, but it was something like a golf. Like, do you think your long drive is going to be affected on the narrow freeway or something like that? Mm -hmm. So whatever, I say the line and the key, they were all like, whoa, they're like, dude, I sounded real. And I was like acting. <laughs> nah, dude, but it was like, cool. Like, I, but that was like the most fun I ever had on set was with comics. So it was just something there. And I have this good buddy, uh, Pat house. He's a comic in Philadelphia travels, opens up all over, for other comics and uh 
So he would just talk to me about it. I was like, dude, like I love comedy. I've, I've always loved comedy, but it's not something I th ever thought to do. I just wanted to be an actor, but I really wanted to make people laugh. Right. So I'm like, all right. Uh, and then I meet Anthony. He's like, you ever try comedy? I'm like, nah. And he's like, all right, uh, why don't you go try an open mic? So I was like, all right, let me do it. So I went and did an open mic and I was like, all right, this is cool. And then I was just like, you know what? This is a hobby. This will keep me busy. You know, it's going to get me on stage every day. So if I'm not in acting class or I'm not doing scenes, like, all right, at least I'm doing something. Like I'm on, I'm learning, I'm learning stage presence. I'm learning writing. True. I'm learning delivery. I'm Very learning true. like just improv. Right. And then it just kind of was like, okay, let me just, I, I actually really enjoy this. So I just started doing it nonstop. And how long ago was this? Uh, so I did my first open mic in like February of 2022, but I like, how long have I seriously been doing yeah. comedy? Seri uh, like a year, like legit a year I went. So I did open mics from like February to August and I went back for, to Philadelphia just to visit family and stuff. And I remember just like coming back and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take it serious. Right. So I did for like three months and then Anthony took me on the road. We went to Arizona right before I went back to Philly for Christmas again. So it was like three months later. And I, I got that like high feeling yeah, of like bro. murder, like not murdering, but like, I, I like, no, like I, I did really well. Like yeah. for, for me, like I look at it as like for being three months in, I was like, dude, I just killed for three months. Yeah. I was hype. And that like, I went back for the holidays and then I got back from, uh, got back to LA and I'm with Anthony. He's like, dude, I watched your tape in Arizona. He's like, please take comedy seriously. Like you have, like, he's like, he's like you, if you apply yourself, like you could be good. And I was like, all right, dude. Like I never, no one ever told me to do stand up. No one ever, like, it was just like, they were like, Hey man, you should try it. Yeah. But like him giving me that push was like, fuck yeah. Like, all right, let me take it serious. So that was January of this past year. And you, and right then you just start taking it serious. Dude, I just, cause I noticed that's I, your first post, a comedy post. Yeah. yeah, I just was fucking, I just started every day writing, open mic, rewriting, whatever. I'm still rewriting jokes, mm -hmm. jokes I tried writing years ago. And it's just like, it, it's dope, dude. Cause like I was, my, my grandfather was from like uh, off the boat from Ireland and came here, the classic, you know, classic, like seven dollars in my yeah. pocket, da da da. Did you lift this mic up? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, sorry. Oh, it's cause I have a loud voice. No, it's all good. It's all oh, good. Cool. I can, oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's a big thing in comedy right now. I keep getting being told to like lower the mic. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Well, I have like a fucking loud ass voice, dude, and annoying, <laughs> and annoying. Not, voice. not even, but, dude, uh, not even. But yeah, my grandfather was always big on like stay up on your studies, stay up on your studies. Yeah. And I look at comedy and I'm like, dude, it's a never ending education. Like you're true, always dude. gonna learn. You're always you're gonna rewrite jokes five years ago. You're gonna rewrite jokes that you thought were done. You know what I mean? Like you're always gonna look back and be that's like, oh, so there's true. another way of doing it. That's so true. Even, even like four months in, that's so true. Like I have shit where I wrote like my first week. I'm like, I'm never going to see this again. And then I just go through my notebook. I'm like, oh shit, this works in this joke type yeah. shit almost. You know what I mean? That's wild, bro. Yeah. Wait, that's cr I Also, yeah, we we just talked about this because I remember we were talking about like two weeks ago or something. Yeah. I can't mm. believe you're only four months in. Dude. Yeah, bro. Because like I've seen you and like, dude, you're very funny. Like just even at Mike's, like, you keep me laughing and stuff. Yeah, like, thank you, bro. Yeah. It's thank like, you, yeah, it's good. Like some people like, you know, and it's like. I don't know what, what, like, you know, I'm not much further in than you, but it was like, I was like, oh, like I would have never guessed four months. Cause like, there's some people I see that I'm like, yeah, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> and then there's some people that have been doing it for five years and I'm like, yeah, yeah, tell yeah. everyone in five months, buddy. Uh, but like, yeah, for you four months, that's crazy. So wait, what, um, damn. And like, so, and what's crazy, dude, 
is I got so in my head being like, man, I'm so late to the game. I started when I was 29. No, not not, no, I really started like at 30, like right when I turned 30. And then like 34, what got you, what got you to do it? So fucking, it was like, um, the strike happened in Hollywood. I was working in film before this. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, I was just like a PA, but like I, I produced like for, um, YouTube companies. And then like, I was just like a freelance producer, but I was like writing and directing my own short films and oh, I was sick. writing feature films and stuff like that. Dude, pilots. I wrote a short film once. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'll show it to you. I okay. still have it. I'll okay. It Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was turning 34, bro, like a week before my 34th birthday. And I was just like, well, this isn't like this film thing isn't really happening. And I just, I just kind of fell out of love with film. And I was like, I've always wanted to do comedy. So literally the day before my 34th birthday was my first open mic in Vegas. And wait, you were in Vegas? I was in Vegas. Well, that's where I'm from. No, yeah. no, no. But wait, wait. So did you just move to LA? No, 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 no. No, I've been out here for seven years. I just go, I just was oh, there for my birthday. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, if okay. I'm going to do an open mic, I don't want to do beat out here. I want like my friends and family to come see yeah. me. And, you know, that's cool. I, and I told him, I was like, if I, I would do want good, the opposite, I don't want them to see yeah. me. <laughs> I was like, if I do good, at least you'll laugh. If I bomb, you'll laugh. So yeah. either way, you're going to laugh. Way look at it, yeah, dude. dude. And I bombed the first minute, bro. And then the last, the last two minutes, I just threw the bit out and was just self-deprecating, talking shit to myself. I was like, fuck this. I don't even know if I want to fucking do this anymore. Yeah. And I walked off, bro. I was like, I'm never doing this again. And a homie who's been doing stand-up for 10 years mm -hmm. and my girl first, came, both of them came up to me and was like, you have to keep doing this. Yeah. Like, Still. it's just, this, they, with the comedian Matt Salt, uh, he's a local LA, uh, I'm Las Vegas comedian, but he was just like, you were doing things with like the mic and moving, like people who work five, 10 years to Don't, fucking accomplish. Yeah. He was like, there's just something natural about you on like the yeah, stage dude. presence. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe this is it. And at, as soon as I got back to LA, I never, I like every day since I have not like not hit a mic. Yeah, that's good. Except Sundays. That's yeah. the Lord's day. Bless yeah. up. Yeah. Bless up Lord's day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's like kind of like how I started. And then the podcast just started. I was just like, I fucking was talking to CJ Price, hilarious comedian. Dude, and love CJ. CJ's guy. amazing, dude. But my guy. He was just like, yeah, there's no money to be made. And I was getting depressed, but I was like, fuck, man, I got to move oh, back what, to Vegas. Oh, what, stand-up? Yeah, and I was like, I got to yeah. move to, like, fucking Vegas type shit because I'm not oh, making dude. any money. And then the podcast, I started the podcast, and now that I'm doing that a lot more, like, I'm seeing kind of, like, a little bit of reward every week yeah. as I do it, dude. And it's like, I'm, I go to the store, and, like, fucking people who I've never talked to before will come up that's to me dope. and be like, good job, dude. Like, or not good job, but, like, but like nice yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, that's cool, dude. Yeah. It's like, there's, the, there's that thing about, like, I don't know, it's just, like, you got to like just – with this industry, it just entertainment in general, like – because I studied music business in college. Like my okay. like I my plan was – all right, start, like I always wanted to be a performer, but I never gave myself that like chance. chance like I, yeah. I was always like – I was always like, you know what? Like I want to be in it, so let me be on the backside. Let me That's be on how the I was with yeah. film. I was like, let yeah. me be behind the camera. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Let me – I'm going to start – I studied music business. I worked in the industry. I was like, all right. Like I worked for this promoter, and the people who had my job before me were talent agents at CAA. And I'm like, all right, oh, that's wow. what I yeah, want. Right. So I was like, all right, I want to do that, and then go be an agent, go get my – then go to law school, become an entertainment lawyer, be like, I want to make money. I want to make money. And I'm like, dude, the money comes, but like I'd be miserable. Hated it. Yeah. So, but it's just like now that like on the other side of it, I realize like in this industry, dude, it's all trial and error. Right. It's all right. starting a podcast, letting it fail. It's all putting out clips, letting them fail. Yeah. And it's just like it's just consistent, like just the consistency and willingness to fail. 
yep. brings the rewards yep. that you don't even know, dude. Like the successful failure, brother. That's true. Oh, dude, fuck. I didn't even know. Yeah, Damn, dude. dude. I'm so intellectual. Yeah. That, <laughs> no, but that's literally why, like, because my whole life I felt like I was a failure. Yeah, dude. And then it's so like, it just went before I was 34. I was like, I'm a successful failure. And I, was yeah. like, I said it one day. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's got like a nice ring All to right, it. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, dope. It's like, yeah, man. It's like, it's that whole, it's that whole, like, just, I give a lot of credit to young people that have like, they just know instantly what they want to do or take the faith to do it. Like yes. for me, like I thought like for me, like I thought I was just funny cause I was fat. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, like that's what it is. It's like, I'm the fat funny kid, which is cool. I was cool with that. Yeah. So then when I like lost, I was like, Oh, maybe, but it's like, I'm like, Oh no, it's like the personality is what it is. It's right. Like, and it's just like, I'm the same way I will. It doesn't matter. Like I could be 400 pounds. I could be 40 pounds. If I was 40 pounds, I'd probably be dead. Uh, but hey, but or if I was 400 pounds, I'd definitely be yeah. dead. Uh, that limb my mom told me I was losing would happen. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, it's like, no, it's like who I am and like your personality is like what it equivalates to. And it's like, I don't know about you, dude, but like the thing I hate the most is like sometimes I yearn like getting off stage. I'm like, I want someone to tell me I was funny. Like I need oh, yeah. like even oh, though, yeah. even though I hear the laughs, I know how good it was. Like yep. I know I can do like that show you saw me do a couple of weeks ago. Like I needed somebody to, because it's like that like that self doubt of me, you know, as a kid being like I want to make people mm. laugh, and like that's all I want to do, and then be like, but I can't be a performer. Like I'll let me be the business side of things. Like I don't have that confidence, so it's like I need I yearn like sometimes I yearn for that. I hate that I do because I don't I don't really care. But like at the same time, it's just like, it's nice to hear. Absolutely. And then I realized like, it's not even the audience I want it from. It's like comics. Like, I, like mm, you know, right. like dude, like sometimes, like I, I did a, I, uh, I was on a show, there was a Philly comic in LA and I DM them and was like, hey, like I'm, a, I'm from Philadelphia, I'm an LA comic. Like I would love to open for you, whatever. Dude, they gave me 10 minutes to do the show. Yeah, it's crazy. They gave me 10 minutes. I ended up doing 25. No way, bro. yeah, dude. It was an all Philadelphia crowd. So I, I was just in my element, you know. Like I was do, I, I was doing, like I was writing jokes like just for Philly. Like I'll never do them, but like mm -hmm. it was just to entertain the crowd. Dude, I end up doing twenty five minutes, and the guy who hosted the show is, uh, you know, Matt Ahmed. He's like, uh, he's a, he's a, he's been around, like he's a been around for a long time. Okay, very nice guy. Anyway, we went out after the show, and we're just like talking, shooting the shit. Great guy. And that was like, he found out I've only been doing comedy, like really like a last, at that point it was May I did the show. So, uh, it was like six months in whatever. And I told him, I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, I've only been doing comedy like less than a year. And he's like, what? He was like shocked. He was like, dude, you're natural. And I was like, oh, thank you, man. Like I need, like that to me was like shit. Like that's better than anybody else coming up to me. Although I will say, uh, Sherry O'Terry from Saturday Night Live was at the show because she's from she's from where I'm from, Delaware uh -huh. County. Okay. And she came up to me, gave me a hug. She's like, you're so funny. Dude, she was like talking to me about SNL, going to the Groundlings. Like she didn't even move here to be an actor. Her first job was SNL. And she's just like, you got to put in the time and be ready for when opportunity comes. It's just like, dude, mm. I love like talking to people because like everyone has a story. Right. And if you like listen to what they're actually saying and not like you want to interject your thoughts, you just listen to what they say. Right. 
you kind of answer questions that you have had your whole life. Dude, that is such a great, I've never heard that before, but you're so true, so spot on with that, bro. And I feel like that's the greatest thing about comedians is that even though we talk all the time, we, we, we are, or comedians are just, in my opinion, really great listeners. Oh yeah. Honestly. You have, I mean, you have to be, you have to, cause you have to listen, even for the stuff you write and you say while you're on stage, you have to listen to how they respond to it. Because not only is it like, oh, did that work? But you have to listen to know how to, like in that moment, how do you respond to it? If right. your joke bombs, how are you gonna respond to it bombing? Like, are you gonna crash and burn? Are you gonna make, like, are you gonna have fun with it? Are you be like, hey, look, like, I'm yeah. just kidding guys, your jokes. Uh. Which I've seen, dude, again, like I said, I've seen your reels. So it's like, you're really good at that right there. It's just like listening to the crowd after, if, if you say like, not even like a setup, or yeah. something, right? And, and someone says something, you sw- turn that switch on and you just go yeah. right to that person, which I haven't gotten there yet. Really? You, you, no, not at all, dude. And that to me was like, that's really impressive, dude. Because all your real, dude, everything was just like, you'd say the most wittiest, funniest shit every time someone comes in and fucking says what they want to say. You know what I mean? So that's interesting, that, Thanks, that listening thing. Yeah, I got that. I did a show one time and the sound guy came off. He's like, hey, you're really good at like letting your jokes bomb and not let like not losing your train of thought. I was like, I think that's a compliment, so thank you. Well, uh, I think it is. No, it is, it is. No, the, the, I know. The writing is going to come. You know what I mean? If yeah. You, it's, it's, it's better, I think, in my opinion. And again, only four months in. But if you have that presence, if you have that like that live performance skill rather than having the writing first, I think that it's even better because the confidence is your confidence is going to go up, right? Like yeah. if you didn't have confidence and you're just working on jokes and you're just bombing all the time and yeah. you didn't have that skill to interact with the crowd and stuff like that, yeah. you wouldn't get those clips. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, and someone told me that when you go up there, even though you've said these jokes a million times, the show or the that five minutes or however many minutes is just for that audience. Oh yeah. And dude, you do that so well. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, even at that show, bro, like, you, you worked on new stuff. You worked your bits. But yeah. when you fucking went to the Asian guy, dude, oh, and then dude. someone else yelled and you said something. I was just yeah. like, dude, that was like exactly what that crowd needed because I yeah. feel like since from the very opening of it, they weren't with anybody. Dude, yeah. You know I what was, I mean? I think it, I was the last yeah, you were, was the you last, were last comic one, yeah. that night and no one talked to that kid even though he got called out exactly. in the first five minutes, dude. And I was like, it, it was wild, dude, because he was like, also, he was just staring off into space in the front row. And I'm like, I might be, I don't know if that's worse than being on your phone. Cause then there was another guy on his phone and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, so I'll just, I'll just, dude, I just fuck around with people. Cause like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, it's, I appreciate you saying that. Cause like my, if you asked me my biggest weakness in stand up, it would be crowd work. Like, what? I don't think nah, I'm bro. Cause like, I'm not, I don't like being like, Hey, what do you do for a living? Cause I'm just like, I don't. I don't, I was like something like, you know, if they throw something wild at me, I'm like, do like, can I make it funny? Whatever. But I'm like in the moment, like whatever, like whatever organically happens, that's where I'm better. Right. Like if organically something, like I notice something, mm-hmm. I'm better doing crowd work that way. Um, yeah. And not like asking, you know, Johnny what he does for a living. I don't really, yeah. like not, not only do I not care, I don't think I could even make it funny. Like I, like. Cause they throw some wild ass shit at me. I'd be like, dude, I don't even know what that is. Like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm a comic, dude. I'm not intelligent. I'm, I'm up here telling fart jokes. <laughs> no, I think, dude, I think the crowd work is awesome. Thanks, what, man. Just what I saw that show, bro. Cause Thanks, like, dude. again, you were, you were the, I mean, that dude got yelled at like the first comic. Dude, you know what I mean, Joe? I mean, the guy <laughs> had the nicest camera there. I was kind of pissed. I was like, damn, dude, he could have recorded my set. Like, fuck. <laughs> and paid him. Yeah, no, nah, no, I wouldn't pay him. Yeah. Like, hey, man. That's why I was like, dude, are you here to like steal jokes? Cause like, yeah, that's right. that is a wild way to do it. Like, I'm, you know what? 
look, if you're going to steal jokes, do it blatantly and just let people know. Like you, he had like a 4K camera with a stand, a, <laughs> like $2,000 lens. And he's, they were like, are you a comic? And he's like, no. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? But and, the fact that you waited the whole show to finally bring it up, like yeah. that takes, I'll be an improv mics, bro. And I won't, I'll be like number nine and I won't even fucking say shit. The first person said, cause I'll be like, oh, everyone forgot about that already. It's I, People are, I think one of the things that like I took from acting was I read this book by Stella Adler and she talks about, uh, she said, don't, don't try to talk to the smartest person in the room. Like I'm putting it in like the dumbest mm. way possible, but she basically was like, don't try and talk to the smartest person in the room. Like talk to like, this is mean, but like the dumbest mm -hmm. because she's like the smartest person. They're the only ones that are going to understand what you're saying. But like a smart person can understand like a less intellectual way of saying something. Oh shit. So you got to like talk to like, like talk to, you got to talk to the room so that everybody understands like it, you know like it, it works for me because like yeah i'm not i always say I'm, I'm not intelligent i'm intellectual you ask me what happened today in history couldn't tell you yeah. but if you want to talk about a hot dog being a sandwich we'll be here for four hours <laughs> it's bread and meat dude it's a fucking sandwich a hot dog is a type of meat it's not a fucking i'm just saying is that a bit yeah no it's not no, a bit no should, make that a bit. should i make that a <laughs> bit a dude bit. yeah but it's like but it's like one of those things where it's like you got to talk to like you got to keep everyone included. And I've seen comics go up there and be like, oh, that joke's for smart people. If you don't get it, yeah, just practice yeah, breathing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, dude, like it, it works if you're really like, I don't know. I, I, everyone, everyone's comedy. That's what I love about comedy. Everyone's style's different. Right. You find similarities between people, but like everyone's different in yep. their own way. But I'm just kind of like, dude, I, I want everyone to enjoy my jokes. I don't want just one group to do it. I don't want what, like, you know, a specific, like, I'm not like, oh, these guys like all my, I'm like, no, like, I'll make a bit about, like, I'll do crowd work with that one group, but I'll try to make it so, like, inclusive of everybody that they get it. Like, right. you know, it's like making exclusive jokes for, like, people that don't get it. It's like, so I don't do much about Philadelphia. Like, I don't really write Philly jokes. And if I do, I try to make it, like, universally understood right have you do you have a bit that's universally understood about philly because i'm trying to work on shit for vegas and do you know alex connor or alex con yeah, 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 yeah. he's he said the same thing too and he's been doing comedy for what 10 fucking years Maybe, but he can't know. fucking find a bit about vegas it's like with philadelphia it's kind of like i guess like the the like the jokes like would be about like is like I think Philly is smarter than people give credit for because like we created words that are now in the dictionary that mean nothing. Do you like? Do you know what the? Do you know what a John is? A John? J A W. -N. No, I saw you in one of those reels. I, yeah, I don't know what a, a John. John. So a John was like a term I was like we used in high school, and literally a John is like a person, place, thing. It's anything, dude. Like you're a John, your microphone. Like it'd be like yo, hand me that John, and it'd be the microphone, whatever. So I think like the joke would be like that Philadelphia is a lot smarter than people give credit for because like we created a word that means absolutely everything and they put it in Webster's dictionary. Like it's in the dictionary. Like is pieces really? of yeah, pieces of shit from Philadelphia just threw out this word and that's in the dictionary now. What it's a real fuck? word. Yeah, it's a real word. Like it's crazy. That's like so wild. like that like that to me is like the most universal. Like I can make like you know, and like a lot of comics, there's a lot of comics from Philly that do like Philly, I, but it's also like, I don't know. Like I, I try to just, my whole thing is like, what, what is it about me 
And like, like, this is my point of view. Like I'm just a guy trying to get through life. And mm -hmm. these are the things I'm like, I, I'm not like a observational comic. I want to say that, but I like make observations personal to me. And I'm like, Oh, like hopefully you guys all understand it. Right. Um, but like, yeah, Philly, dude, it's, I, I think it's hard writing specific jokes. And especially because like those jokes, you know, will just do better in Philadelphia. Right. Right. Like I'm going back in a couple of weeks. I'm doing like, I'm going to be in Philly for two weeks. I'm only doing two shows right now. So any Philly bookers, let me know. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. Uh, I'm doing like two shows in Philadelphia. I'm doing, um, October 27th, uh, at the loft of the city winery with Michael Inochi and Anthony Sturdy. And then November 8th. Uh, Pat House, the guy I met at the met at the bar, who's like the local comic, he's doing he, he's headlining Helium, and he hit me up. He's like, "Hey, if you can come to Philly," I was like, "Yeah, dude, I never go home. No I never go back way. to Philly." So I'm like, "The best reason to go back would be comedy." Exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's like knowing that it's like I could do Philly jokes there and know they would do well, but it's like I don't, I don't. It's not not that it's not fun, but it's just like I'd rather like say more personal stuff right. like i like being vulnerable on stage i like saying things and what i really believe or feel and see how people react to it mm -hmm. what about like what about like where do you put yourself as a con like i don't know well, four months in, it's kind of hard like i mean i don't even know where i, I said i'm an, i'm not observer I, I don't know what i am mm -hmm. i don't know my voice i won't know for probably 10 years mm -hmm. but like where do you see like your most relatable stuff is it like i know you said like you did the self-deprecating shit which is very I did that, dude. I used to all my whole first, dude. My first jokes were about self-deprecation. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Your, wait, I know. I meant to ask this earlier. Do you remember the first joke you said that you bombed? Yeah, and it, it was. It was basically the time I, I used to work in healthcare, and it was the time I went to so work. So Asian, dude. Yeah. So Asian. <laughs> and I saw uh, my first patient die in front of my eyes. Yeah. You saw yeah. something, dude. I saw someone die, and then like I fucking took the remote the caretaker's like oh just lay him down i'm like okay so i took the remote he's dead i thought right i pressed the button to go down as soon as he starts going bro down bro he just <laughs> came back alive swear to god swear to fucking god and fucking i freaked out i obviously went to get the caretaker she came back and she's like what happened i'm like he's fucking alive he's alive and she's like no 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 and she takes the thing puts him down and he comes back again <laughs> and she turns around and she's like jesse he's pull, just dying pull the plug <laughs> just pull it <laughs> Let's get him out. Take him out of the misery. Yeah. Take him but out. No, it was like, like that. And I tried telling that joke, bro, and I didn't even get to any of the funny parts. It was just a minute in because I didn't know structure. I didn't know setup, punchline, tag, tag, yeah. tag, right? Do you ever take a comedy class? Nothing, dude. I didn't take any dude. like improv, nothing, bro. No acting experience. I, damn, dude. That's yeah. wild. I did take a I did take a comedy class and it was all right. But like I was just like, get yeah, it try to teach you. Like I was like, Dude, if there's one thing, you, you can't learn comedy in a classroom. You learn right. by getting on stage exactly, and just dude. figuring it out. Like, I learned more from doing an open mic for five minutes than I ever did taking it. I hate that I took it. I actually, like, wish I could get my money back. Okay. I, wish, I wish I could just be like, hey, like, that was the biggest waste of time. Yeah. It was like, it, it, it was all right. Like, it wasn't, I don't want to say it was a waste of time. It made me, like, it. I got stuff out of it, but I was like, Dude, this is the one thing I'll never like. You can't learn stand up no. in a classroom. I don't think so either. Yeah, dude. I don't think so either. Because yeah. there's so many variables when you step on stage, right? Like, is like, especially with the crowd, they could be all different types of crowds. Yeah. Dude. Like, again, like your show, bro. Like, that shit fucking happened that night dude, I've never seen before. Sucked. That, that was an no, awful No, dude, that, yeah, crowd, that crowd bro. sucked, man. They was like, a crowd. I was like, I was, I, cause I, dude, it was just, like I couldn't pay them to be enjoyed. Yeah. Like, like they just did not want to be there. And you know, I, I, 
I hate the comics that like blame the crowds, but it is one of those things where it's like if you do two shows in one night and one crowd suck, one crowd's great, you do the same material. It's like, all right, look, yeah. it's not obviously it's not me. Right. Like hundred percent. And, you know, some people are like afraid to laugh. And I don't get that. I don't mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a political guy. I don't, mm. not, I'm not, I'm not PC. Like I'm not, I'm not, not PC, but I'm like, I just, I'm kind of like, look, like, you know, don't be malicious. Like, right. I think that's the difference. It's 100%. not what, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. But I do think people are like, oh, can I laugh at this? And it's like, especially dude, out here in LA. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm, I make a joke about literally jerking off and killing my grandma. And people are like afraid to laugh. I'm like, first off, she's dead. She won't know you're laughing. Second of all, I'm literally like, dude, like you can fucking laugh about it. Yeah. Like it's funny. It's yeah. a real, it's true. It's real. And I fucking, it's why not laugh? Like, right. but it's like, dude, it's like, why is that? Uh, like a thing? Know. Yeah. Like, why, like, yeah, I totally agree. I, well, I think it's kind of like the climate politically of what happened the past few, few years. You know what I mean? Cause like, I mean, I'll watch old Louis CK fucking come like stand up and it's like, whoa, damn. whoa, dude, come on now. Damn. Is he, is he, are we allowed to talk about him yet? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like when's the can, like when's the cancel thing, right? I mean, I know he's on tour, dude, Bill Cosby's on tour. Yeah. No, I think Bill Cosby announced he's going on tour, dude. So <laughs> if, I think he saw Louis CK was on tour. He's like, well, uh, if, if Louis can go on tour, so can yeah, I. Well, I'm going on yeah. tour. Kids say the darnest things, don't they? <laughs> Dude, I did a show one time and my buddy showed up and he was wearing a Bill Cosby shirt. Dude, it's like it's like a it's like a fake Bill Cosby. Like somebody made like it's like that's what's so fucked, dude. It's like it is like it's a very it's it's like so fucked up, like what Bill Cosby. Of course, did. yeah. But like as as you laugh about it, <laughs> so, <laughs> so fucked up, so fucked up, dude. <laughs> but it is like one of those things. It's like comics. It's like look, man, life is fucking hard, so you have to find the humor in every day. Have life. to. You have to like everything that happens you have to find the humor in it and you know and there's eight billion people and not everyone's gonna find the same shit funny so that's why i hate when people say like you can and can't say stuff or like that is funny that's not funny because it's like what you don't find funny other people might 100 like and especially like I, this is i don't know how you feel about this dude but when people say like you can't say certain things and it's not even about them that's so true dude like that I'll, is so true dude like when i like you know i'll make like my suicide joke and stuff and i'm literally making fun of myself about being depressed and suicidal and shit people are like you're not allowed to say that and i'm like oh did you f are you gonna kill yourself later yeah. like no oh, sorry unalive yourself later yeah and uh <laughs> i'm trying to be pc uh you don't gotta be that here brother yeah no i'm just kidding <laughs> no and uh and it's like they're like you can't and i'm like but the i'm like literally the joke's about me right and just like, and then obviously the overall like culture of like, hey, like what you can and can't say and stuff. And it's like, it's just like, if it's not about you, don't right. tell me I can. And can. It's literally about myself. Yeah. So I'm like, but like, why can't I say it? Like, these are true things that I'm just finding the humor in. Exactly. And people just want to say stuff like that. Like I, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like both my grandparents on my mom's side are from Ireland uh, and growing up, dude, smoked like my grandma smoked like a chimney till the day she died. Dude, when I was like five years old, my grandma would tell me to go hand her, you know, what the F word is now. Like she called them. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 She called them the F words my whole life. So like yeah. my whole life, yeah. I never thought like that was a, like 100%. all the time she would say, I'm going to go out and smoke a yeah, yeah, yeah. pile of sticks, whatever yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's like, I get that it's a derogatory, like it can be derogatory mm -hmm. if you use a derogatory, but it's like in other cultures, it's like a different way. Like you're going to go like, 
you're gonna see an Irish person be like, hey, like, you know, they're like, I'm gonna go outside and smoke of and you're like, yo, you can't say yeah. that. Especially like, to someone like an old head, dude. Like you, you can't they, they spent their whole life. Old dog you can't teach old dogs new tricks. And right. especially if they're close to death. They're like, no, yeah. fuck it. I've lived yeah. this long saying what I'm saying, I'm saying it again. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And they deserve it, dude. Fucking life is hard, bro. Yeah. If you can make it that old going through life without fucking unaliving yourself, dude, like that's yeah, fucking dude. good I, for you, dude. Yeah, dude. Especially now, dang. Oh my age. gosh, dude. It's fucking crazy, man. But I feel like now being like depressed is like cool. And I'm like, dude, I would got my I got my ass kicked for being depressed, man. <laughs> See the shit people wear, dude. Like I it's like so funny. Like trends are wild, dude. I was like, I was thinking about this yesterday, man. Is like, you know, like growing up, like when we were in like high school and stuff, if you were like quote an emo kid or like mm. were like, you know, like like you know shopped at like hot topic you would get your ass kicked oh always now always. those are the those guys are cooler than the football yeah. like yeah. the all-american football player <laughs> that's going to alabama they're the loser and the cool yeah. kid is like the guy ripping cigarettes wearing a fallout boy t-shirt dude i didn't even think about that that's wild to think about bro yeah do you ever think like you know like uh remember growing like uh you ever think that the style will come back is that a is, i don't know can you is that offensive i haven't heard that in here i don't know Dude, you can bleep that out that I said, I don't know. Is that an I don't like, but that was like, that was a thing when we were growing right, up, dude. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. dude, that was a whole thing. Like, it, guys rocking, like, you know, dude, like, Fubu, it, Fubu, Mark Echo. Like, yeah. it was just like, you know, it was a, the double pop. Like, it was like, it's wild, but I was like thinking about them, like, dude, is that like the next comeback? And I don't know. I don't think, is that an, I don't think it was never an offensive term. I never. It was like, it doesn't like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Now I'm afraid I'm yeah. going to get canceled. <laughs> I'll fucking bleep it out. Dude, I'll you can bleep it. it. Yeah, yeah. Bleep it out. Let people, you know, put, guess, it, on the, put it on the Patreon, put it on the Patreon. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Let them guess what style I'm talking about, you know, but I'm think describing it. They would know, uh, yeah. like, you know, like the oversized fitted hats. And right. Stuff yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I, th I guess maybe in like the South, right? Like the South, I feel like that, that'd be like a thing like New Orleans. I feel like New Orleans, they would have a lot of those. What you just said, the W yeah, word. The W words. <laughs> dude, nah, East Coast too. Philadelphia and you that's guys true, like yeah, any like true. anything that's surrounded by like a major city influenced by the black culture. It's like people are so weird about that. Like I, I was in Mexico and I like I was embrace like embracing I feel like people I don't get like the cultural appropriation. Like I do. I do get that. I don't mm -hmm. wanna fucking say that. Yeah. But I feel like when people like embrace culture and like want That's stuff, a good thing, bro. It is you should embrace it, bro. I remember like when Jeremy Lynn uh was in the NBA he was wearing cornrows That's right. and like a lot of like the black NBA players were like, yo, you're like, like what, not like you're, they were like mocking him for embracing right. the culture being like, you can't do like, not, you can't do that, but like, whatever, like it's, I don't know. And Jeremy Lin was like, that's like me saying you guys can't get Chinese tattoos because that's my culture. Like how that's many so people true. do you know that have I, a Canadian player on my lacrosse team in college had a like Chinese symbol on his arm. I was like, what does that mean? He said something. I was like, probably doesn't mean that, but yeah, you know, he's yeah. like, you know, you just got it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I think that like, I, I love like, dude, that's why I love like embracing other cultures, like the food, the atmosphere. Like it's great. Like that's what we should do. I totally agree. Embrace, totally agree. embrace. Like, dude, I, every kid when they graduate high school should have to go live in another country for one year. Dude. And like, I, I think, you know, I'm not saying like a, like a war terrorized, but like, mm -hmm. Go live in like, you know, Hong Kong, go live in, you know, Dubai, go live in uh, Qatar, you know, England, Ireland, France, Paris, whatever, like South America, Mexico, whatever. But like go and see what other cultures live like, right. like, you know, 
we do like, it, that's the one thing, man, is like, I dated a girl one time and she literally told me she would never travel outside the country. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Damn, really? I'm like, dude, the world is amazing. It's amazing, dude. It's Bro. amazing. And they, because my girlfriend's France. Oh shit! For yeah, real? yeah. So oh, and it's shit. like one of those things where you guys I, have cute ass kids, bro. Yeah, dude, that's, we we talk about it all the time, bro. We talk about it all the time. Damn, you're yeah. talking about kids with her? You oh guys yeah, aren't seven, even years. Seven, seven years. Seven years. Seven years, bro. You're not engaged. No. And she's still with you. Oh yeah. Damn, she must love you. She must love you, right? Dude, yeah. You're giving her that good, good. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Girl, I do. Dude, yeah. Maybe French girls are just more patient, dude. Well, seven. Or is she is she from France? Yeah, from France. Uh, she is very patient with me, bro. Like I talk about it all the time. How just like she changed me as a as a man completely. She, like, she's younger than me, but she's way more mature. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's one of those things where if I didn't meet her, bro, I really don't know who I would be today. Yeah. It like I was such a scumbag before I met her, dude. Such a scumbag dude, from I'll, Vegas, dude. I like, love yeah. it. <laughs> nah, but it's like she really did change me, bro. And I I'm so grateful to have her as my girl. That's, yeah, that's wild, good, yeah. But Damn, it, you're so right, dude. Years. Like, just you just need to go out and experience that shit to appreciate what we have here. Like, my sister went to the Philippines before the pandemic. I'd yeah. never been, but it made her appreciate everything we have here. Yeah, like dude. how. So that's wild to me that how people don't want to experience other cultures because you can learn a lot, dude. Bro, a yeah. Lot. When I was in I was in Mexico last week for a wedding. Mm -hmm. It was first off the most beautiful place I've ever been. Um, Where Jalisco you went? To? So I was in I was in the state of Jalisco, but I was in the town Ijijic. And it's called a magical town. Okay. Like, so they preserve it a lot. It's okay. uh, a lot of retired, like yep. Americans and Canadians move down there. And dude, the, it's like to go to a country where like you see, you know, like wealthy people and then just dirt poor. But like these people like walking down the street, just saying buenos noches to everybody. Dude, and they're so, they say it right back to you. And like in LA, I'm like, Hey, how's it going dude, guys? Nothing. And they'll give you the finger. And oh I'm like, my all gosh, right, dude, thank like, God you Jesus. brought this up. Cause it's something I've been struggling with dude, for seven years out here. Bro. It's crazy. And it's just like, it's just like that kind of like, dude, when I moved to LA, I would, I hold the door for people. And it's like, I gave them a million dollars. They're like, Oh my God, thank you so much. And I'm like, yeah what i'm like dude that's normal what do you mean <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm like yeah dude you're walking in i'm leaving or vice versa yeah i'll hold the door for you that's a weird thing not to do dude i, I especially like again growing up hawaii raised in las vegas those are two hospitality cities yeah so it's like everyone over there has a and both cities have a smile on their face dude you know what i mean no matter yeah. how bad their life is and out here you could be fucking the richest person. You have everything for you, but yeah. they're the biggest assholes, bro. Yeah, dude. And I, I, it's, yeah, it's definitely like that. Like definitely growing up with Irish immigrant family. Um, like, you know, you just take care of people. Like 100%. you, you make sure there's food. Like my grandma would always say, if you leave here hungry, that's your fault. There's plenty of food, you know, when you're done dinner, do you want coffee? Do you want tea? You know, exactly, bro. You know, they, and then they like, make sure like, you know, it's like, all right. And then we'll give you the thing be like, all right, we're, everyone's out in like 20 minutes, like get what you want, like now. And then everyone's gone. Right. And it's crazy. And it's crazy. What's nuts is dude, right before the pandemic, my brother is in the military and he was stationed in uh, Okinawa, Japan. Nice. And nice. we were all going to go over there and visit right before that. And I wish I went so yeah. bad because like I, haven't been to Asia and I want to experience that. Like, I hear great things about mm -hmm. it. And, you know, I've only been to Ireland and Mexico and it's, but it is just like that thing of like, you know, Ireland, dude, if you ever get a chance to go, go. And my favorite thing about Ireland is you don't stay in hotels. You stay in bed and breakfast. Oh shit. So you're staying at someone's house, you wake up and they make food for you and they have conversation. They talk with you. They want, they want to yeah. like listen to what you have to say. Like, yeah. it, and like here, dude, like, you know, it's just, I, I feel just, I don't know. 
this country, not country, like I'm not political, but I just feel like a lot of people are just so wound up in themselves right. that it makes it hard to like just appreciate the little things of just like conversation, you know, getting someone a coffee, getting, you know, that, that thing of like, hey, like, let's go, like, like not even lunch. Like, I don't fucking, I don't want to get lunch with you. Like, but like, let's get coffee. Let's go walk. Let's go do something. But like, just some sort of interaction. Yeah. Right? Some sort of like acknowledgement, like, uh, like what you're saying, just a smile and hey, how are you? Like, yeah. that's the, if it like, I, uh, my girlfriend was telling me the story. It's like this dude from San Francisco. Was, he wrote a suicide letter. I don't know if you heard about this, but he this said- the guy who survived? No, but, well, basically he wrote a suicide letter at home and he said- If one person one smiles, person at, smiles him. at me. Bro, how insane is that? And not one person no, smiles at him. one person smiled at him. Bro, did you ever dude. see, did you ever see, there's a guy that, did you ever see the thing about the guy who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and, and lived? Survived? As a joke? Dude, no, he, no? Oh. as a joke. Dude, there's this kid just recently who- He just, jumped, no, no, no. This is like a dude who like was full out there to commit suicide and like- he, uh, it's a crazy story, bro. There was like one person there that like, he was on the bridge and when he jumped, he says like, as soon as my hand left the railing, I regretted it yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he said there was one person on the bridge and saw him jump. And he, this guy, I forget his name, but like came out like talk. He's very, he's like a motivational speaker now, like right. talking about like it. And he said that the guy who saw him jump wrote him a letter being like, I always wondered if you survived or not. Like, I'm so glad to hear your story now. Like he like remembered it. He's like, I've lived with that moment every day for the like my whole Jesus. life, not knowing if you survived. And like, I'm so glad you did. And like, you had a second chance at life and shit. But like somebody jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge as a joke. It's such a joke. It was like with two other homies. And then he was just like, I'm going to do it. And he did it. And, and he died. Just a bruise. A what? A bruise. I don't know when it was. Dude, fuck, see, fuck. You know what? I wish he died. Yeah, I, same as here. fucked up as that yeah, is. No, I agree, like it's dude. not like it's like it's not even because like but it's oh, like people have what? died doing yeah, that shit, yeah, bro. Dude, like, it's literally the number one place for suicide exactly. in America. So it's like that's not a joke. Like no, honestly, no, no. like it's one of those things where it's like there was like a YouTuber the other day I saw who like was harassing a guy in a mall and the dude straight up like shot, shot him. him. Yeah, 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 you saw that? Gangster, Yeah, dude. And the guy who shot him's going to jail and the other guy's like, I'm still going to- Two to 10 years, Yeah, and the guy's like, I'm still going to make prank videos and da-da-da. I'm like, bro, like someone have to shoot you in the fucking face? Dude, I, I was 100% with that guy who shot Because yeah. like if someone was treating me like that, I'd fucking sock him in the fucking yeah, face, dude, bro. Yeah, dude, exactly. Like, and the guy's going to jail. And the only reason the guy's going to jail is because he shot inside a building. Yeah, that's right. Outside, it'd be like. But it's like, it's, dude, it's, it, it, the, I can't stand, like, that's not, like, as a comic for me to sit there and be like, that, what is funny about being like, I'm going to pretend to jump, like, not pretend, I'm going to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and make a mockery of, like, suicide. Yeah. Dude. Like, you know, I know I make, like, suicide jokes and whatever, but it's like, I'm making it about myself right. and, like, how I grew up, but I'm not like, yeah, these fucking pussies that yeah. can't handle look at life. Me. Yeah, yeah, look at, look, fucking... <laughs> Look at me, I'm gonna kill myself because I can't handle. No, it's like, dude, people feel that shit. So I try to make people, anybody that feels that way or is thought that way, I try to make them like, you know, laugh about it right. in a way. But like to pretend to jump or not pretend, but to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge as a joke, quote yeah. unquote. It's like you're the person that should have died, yeah. not the people that exactly, hated life, dude. dude. Exactly. It's fucking. That's. I don't, dude. The internet is the internet is the greatest and worst thing of all time. Agreed. It's Agreed. like. You know, we're like, we're the last generation that knows what it's like that had MySpace and Facebook. Right. That had flip phones and iPhones. Right. Yeah, that's true. That like, we grew up with everything advancing. Like there's kids that get cell phones now and their Instagram. And I'm like, you guys don't even know what it used to be like, right? dude. Like when we first got Instagram, no one was on there being like, I'm going to make this a career. Yeah. And now people, there's kids, goals, aspirations to be an influencer. Right. And to me, that's the craziest thing because like, look, 
if you're hot at 21, that's awesome. By 31, maybe not. Exactly. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when you're stopping hot? Because when you're stopping hot, people perfs stop paying. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing, dude. You know, if I'm an influencer, I'm giving shout outs to all the perverts out there because that's who's supplying my lifestyle is pervs. So it's not even a joke. It's real, dude. It's it's real. Dude, like the internet is like, dude, I mean, like, that's what I mean. It's like, it's so counterintuitive because it's like, it's so good in the way that like, you know, you, you like catch horrible people like predators and shit. Like Mm -hmm. it's a way that they've stopped multiple predators and found them and stuff. But then they've also created this access for predators. And, you know, it's like bad, bro. It's bad. It's so bad. Dude, it's bad. Like, you know, you used to get like, you do like growing up, like I was getting bullied the old fashioned way, being Mm -hmm. called fat and telling to kill myself in school. I didn't go home and deal with that. And now it's like you post a picture and someone's like, you fat fucking pig. And you're like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I'm fat. Let me not. Like I would, dude, I would, if I was, if I was, if I was the age where I started getting, I, I, I've been clinically depressed. I was 10. So like 20 years. So if I was 10 years old today, and like that shit, like, dude, I would have the self-esteem would be yeah. like, I don't even know, like the lowest of like, you can, like, it's crazy, but it's like, but then it's so like, that's what I mean. It's so good and so bad. And mm-hmm. it's, it, I, I don't know. I, I think if the world, like I always think of like, you know, the movie, The Purge. Yeah. The worst oh, yeah. horror film of all time. Yeah. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> Such a dumb movie. But the only good part of that scene is where the girl clocks her in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> It's the only funny part. The whole movie sucked. Uh, but I think of the purge as in like that one day. I'm like, dude, if there was just one day where the government shut down the internet, dude, World War Three would erupt in a minute. Not even like, not World War Three, just the United States war with each other. Like oh. we, dude, people would go insane without the internet. You think so? Dude, yes. Yeah, I get dude, it. Dude, yeah. think about, we get notifications on our phone telling us how much screen time we used. Yeah, that's so true, dude. Dude, dude like you ever get like I've oh gotten gosh, it and I feel bad, like a piece yeah. of shit. It's like, hey, you spent six hours on your phone today. I'm like, dude, yeah, fucking put a gun in my yeah, mouth. Bro. Six hours on a yeah. phone. I'm like, I better have gotten something done. And then I'm like, nope, nothing. I didn't even watch porn or anything. I'm just on like TikTok. <laughs> like, dude, six hours, like at least six hours of porn, you're doing something. Like <laughs> six hours of TikTok, it's just like, bro. Wa- did you know that fucking like porn addicts are like they do be they be doing like twelve hour like weeks. That's type shit. What? On, yeah, on porn. Twelve hours a at day, least, like at least. Oh, twelve no, hours a week, a week. Twelve hours a week, a week at least. What is that? Hours. Well, it's like an hour. That's like two hours a day. Two hours a. That's insane, at least, dude. At least. That's like the bare minimum of a porn. That's app. crazy, dude. The bare minimum. The bare minimum. Of twelve porn hours a week. a week. I. I mean, dude. I don't know. Like, I've never been addicted to porn. I don't have Neither an addict. I don't have an addictive personality. No, good for you. But also, I feel like the thing is like, I'd rather get addicted to a lot of other stuff than porn. Oh yeah. Like that's like, like stand up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or just like alcohol, because uh, <laughs> at least I'm social. But like, I don't know, dude. At least if you get like, like if you get it, that's crazy. Twelve hours a week, a week of watching Bare two minimum. hours a day. You so that's like, let's say the average. Let's say it's an average guy works a nine to five, so you're working eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, let's add in like what, an hour of commute. Exactly. So let's say like you're at ten hours already for your day. You sleep. Let's say the average is like six hours, mm-hmm. sixteen hours. So you have eight hours left in your day. Two of those are dedicated to porn. So now you're at what? Six, six hours, hours left. Eating, right? Eating, watching TV. Right. Yeah, other shit. Like, so you give yourself six hours a day. 
if you're like the average Joe nine to five and you watch yeah. two hours of porn minimum, right? There's guys that are probably watching six hours of porn and give themselves two hours to eat. Yeah, dude. Honestly, it's wild, bro. It's like where you, you know, like, like get addicted to the fucking gym. Like, no, well, yeah, get addicted to the gym or something. Anything, Anything else, else. that. Porn, I mean, dude, but it is like, but it is one of those things where like, it is definitely programmed in your brain. Like, and you can't help it. Like it is, it, you do get addicted to shit. You can't help. Right. Right. You know, yeah. like sex addicts and shit. Like right. it is, it yeah. is a thing. And it's, it's sad that people are that way. But I mean, like if you try to get help, but like, I just, yeah, porn is, I watch porn, dude. It's not that great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right. I'm by myself. Yeah. bro. <laughs> and then when the computer screen goes blank and I stare at myself, I contemplate what I just did. And then I'm like talking to God and being like, I'm so sorry. And then God was in the room with me anyway, dude. Jesus is around you all the time. I think maybe we just got to put the fear of God in people and be like, hey, Jesus is watching you jerk off, dude. But bro, I think, I think we do. This world's gone so crazy, bro, where it's just like they're even turning evil shit into religion. I'm like, first of all, these people who are against religion are turning their own bro, beliefs into religion. Wait, I went on a binge of cult documentaries. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It is my favorite thing. Yeah, cults? Dude, insane. Like, they are it, cult. Like, dude... I like cults are so nuts to me because it's like these people proclaim like I, I dude it just it also shows like how lost people are yeah man that like people claim to be like God reincarnated <laughs> and have like followers yeah. and it's just like you know unless this dude's turning water into wine and partying like Jesus did you know I'm not you're not God bro like <laughs> yeah. God God could feed thousands of people with seven fishes and two loaves of bread dude I remember Catholic school yeah dude but like. It's insane. And I watch, dude, like, and it's just like half the time they turn out just to be pedophiles. Like, that's right, what, yeah, that's what yeah, it is, dude. Yeah. Like, the guys are pedophiles, and then the women cult leaders, they're just like the most abusive sex, people. Dude, no. Sex addicts, right? No, they're not. No, dude, they're just like abusive. Dude, they're crazy. No kidding. They get like guys, dude. They, I watched one where like a woman got like people to go murder like other members of the cult. And like, dude, women, because women are so smart, bro. That's true. Women are so, like, I would that's never true. join a cult ran by a woman. Because women are just so smart that I would listen to what they say and be like, that's right. A guy telling me he's Jesus, I would like laugh at it. Yeah, that's true. Like that, that's I would laugh true. at it. But like women, because men are stupid, we're dumb. Yeah. We are absolutely, like I will yeah. admit it to you, guys, are, we're idiots. We're yeah. fucking oh, dumb, yeah. as, oh, yeah. dumb as doornails. <laughs> but like women are so intelligent that they were like, I know how to win this over, bro. I would never join a cult ran by a woman. Not because I'm sexist, right. because I'm like, no, they're too smart for me. Like they're like, dude, they're so smart. I gotta get on this cult. Fucking dude, documentaries, dude, it's on HBO. It was People Magazine investigates cults. There's like okay. twelve episodes. Okay. Dude, it was like shit. There was like you know the classic like Jonestown one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Charles Manson. Right. And then Charles Manson one's fascinating, actually. Yeah, that yeah. is a fascinating yeah, one, dude. Well, yeah, but uh, then there's just ones you've never even heard of. I didn't even know about them. They're uh, everywhere, dude. Dude, they are, man. It's just like. I, yeah, Colt, yeah, Colt's fascinating. It's definitely because I grew up religious, mm. but like not even like super Catholic. Like we're we're Catholic, but mm. we're like I always said, like we're liberal Catholic. Like my parents aren't; they're not like practice what the church preaches. Right? They're kind of like you know they agree with the church, but then they also have different political views, and they're like you know they separate church from state. So I right. grew up in like a good household of being like, yeah. hey, like be free thinking, like you know believe what you want to believe but like have your reasons for it and like you know do what's do what is for the greater good of the humanity not Absolutely. the greater good of yourself but yeah then like so religion's always fascinating me i mean the are you, three huh? are you still religious uh yeah not like i don't go to church i'm not right. like practice like yeah like 
like I don't want. I'm not religious. I'm faithful. I guess. Mm-hmm, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like, I don't go. Yeah, that's good yeah I don't go to church, but you know, I like like when I do like at that wedding, like the weddings and stuff. It's like I like being there and like hearing it again. It's like oh, okay, like it's good. Like I feel good about it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not. Right now, it's not something yeah. for me. I mean, who knows? People find God in the most random dude, way I'm, possible. Dude. I, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I, I went to Catholic school, didn't go to church. As soon as I graduated high school, never went to church, never stepped foot in a church, was an atheist, all this stuff. Really? Bro, I literally found God fucking two months ago. Shut up. Swear to dude. Because of this. That's sick, bro. Because of this, dude. It was like, and everything I do now has to come from the heart. Yeah. Dude, as soon as I accepted it in my heart, it just, I felt there's like an overflow of love that came out of me. Stop trying to get me to join your cult, yeah. you no. psycho. <laughs> Get out of here, dude! With that <laughs> fucking letting Jesus in my heart, dude. It was it was dude, wild. You though, let bro. Jesus, you let Jesus come inside of you. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm serious. You let him come inside of you. You let him. You let the Lord come inside of you. Yeah, I did let him come you inside. You let the Lord me. come yeah, inside of you, yeah. dude. My favorite quote from uh, any TV show is "Always Sunny in Philadelphia." The religious one where Charlie, show, yeah, bro. where Charlie's like, uh, he's like, oh, we're doing the fucking gay, yeah. with the God. He's like, if loving God makes me gay, well, I guess I'm gay for God. Cause God's a man. I don't know if God's a man. God's a being. I yeah. guess. Like, no, yeah, it's like God. God's a being, dude. Like God is a being. It's you, we don't know, man. That's what faith is. Faith mm-hmm. isn't fact. Mm-hmm. Faith is faith. It's mm-hmm. just, hey, this is what I believe, and yeah. you know, you hope you're right. You have faith in yourself. You don't know it's going to happen. You have faith. You know, you'll faith. You'll make it as a comic. You don't yeah. know it's going to happen. Right. That's what religion is. Religion's supposed to be faith, not fact. And I think that's what drives me away from it. Is that people take it so literally. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially yeah. growing up, like going to Catholic school, like just the way they teach it and stuff. And what's wild is like when I was in college, I went to, uh, I went to a Methodist school, but you didn't have to take, like, it wasn't like forced upon, it wasn't like an Uber Christian, but it was like the religious you know, affiliate was Methodism. Mm-hmm. And I would go to Catholic mass more when I was in college than when I graduated. It was really like four years ago, like four or five, four three, four years ago, I just kind of stopped going and mm. I just go Christmas, Easter or whatever. Right. But it's like, I didn't lose faith. I just, I, I don't think I need to go to church to be, you know, I, to God, for me, to, my relationship with God shouldn't be dependent on upon if I give him an hour. Like if you, like that's how, that's my whole thing is that like if people depend on the mindset of like, oh, you have to go to church and like giving God your hour, it's like a, on one time, once a week, you're going to give God an hour. Like that makes you good. No, dude, what makes you good is like doing, like being a nice person, yeah. being genuine, being yeah. real, being honest, being sincere. Like, you know, it's little, little things, man. And I totally agree. Well, yeah. I, I simplified, simplified it for myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, I, I just want to build a relationship with God because I feel like that's all he wants right now. You know what I mean? It's just to start trusting it again yeah. and doing that. And the faith thing, dude, like just having faith in him, yeah. you know, and as opposed to like going out and be like, oh God, I need this. Oh God, I, I want this. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the faith in God. Like they talk about, you know, the vocation in life. And like, it's weird to think this, but I'm like, is God, you know, the God vocation stuff. I'm like, is God asking me to be a comic? Is he asking, like, is, you know, somebody has to do it. And if God calls people to do things, he calls people to do this. So it's like, well, maybe it is, maybe that is what he's asking me to do. Mm. Because everything else I've tried, I did, I've had multiple professional jobs. I've had multiple side jobs yep. and it's just like nothing ever seemed right and it's just like always something drew me back to this and it's exactly, like yeah. maybe that's what god's calling me to do and it's yeah. just like 
And so, I think once you figure that out, it's how it's how you do it, yeah. which shows the your appreciation for God. Yeah. Like me doing this podcast and camp comedy, that's all yeah. I'm doing it for now. It's like yeah. I want a, my life to be like an example of what happens when you do follow. Yeah, dude. It's just like, and that's the whole thing is, man, like religion's a part of your life. It shouldn't be your whole life. Exactly. Yeah. You shouldn't base every movement, political view, agenda based mm -hmm. on your religion. Mm -hmm. It should just be a part of your life. And then you have to look at like what's, like I said, dude, we said earlier, there's 8 billion people on this planet. Like, you know, we're technically, we're not a Christian nation. Right. But literally our Pledge of Allegiance is one nation under, under God. God. Under money. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, as all, yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's like, if we're not at a religious affiliated nation and it's a freedom of religion, but all we do is base it off religion. It's like, then we are mm -hmm. like, that's what we are. True. We say one thing, but we do another. True. And that's what drives me away from politics. I don't like, I'm not, I'm really, I'm not political publicly. Like I, I watch stuff and I like keep updated. I keep like yeah. informed, but I'm not like, that's fuck it, dude. Like, I don't, I don't, I, people try to talk to me about politics. I'm like, dude, It'll keep up on you. I thought the same dude. thing when I was 30, bro. <sighs> now at 34, I'm all about it. Politics. Yeah. I'm all about it. Dude, for real? Yeah. Are you open about it? Oh, yeah. yeah. You like I mean, tell, if you you have no problem like stating your- No, I fucking, I, if you want to talk about, I voted for Trump 2020. That's cool, dude. Yeah. I don't care. Dude, here's the thing. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to me what you, I don't right. care you See, voted And that's for. that's what I appreciate. You dude, know what yeah. I, mean? like, I got mad at my mom in 2016 my, when it was Trump Hillary, dude. Right. right. My mom, she like asked me who I voted for. And I'm like, I, I, I've been registered. I'm an independent. People, this. Pol political people hate me because I say I'm independent because I am same here I'm, yeah, I'm more I'm libertarian I just yeah. want freedom I, regis I registered when I was 18 years old as an independent because I grew up with liberal parents and republican mm. grandparents mm. and so I was getting both sides I'm like alright let me just do my own thing but in 2016 my mom was like who did you vote for and I was like and I made a joke I, I, I literally teased her like not teased her but I like kind of helped dangled that, like you know dangled like a donut over a fat kid yeah. like you know making her guess <laughs> And she said to me, she's like, some about Hillary being like, this is our only chance to get one woman, like the like this could be the only shot. And I'm like, that shouldn't be your reason to vote. Mm, exactly. I go, I go, you're like you're basing it off of gender. I mm. go, it should be that you think she's gonna lead the country the best. Exactly. Yeah. You think she's gonna Which is why I did it. Yeah. In twenty twenty for Trump. That was my first time I voted ever in my life. Congratulations, man. Yeah. So I I don't like, I'm not gonna do it again. You're I'm not, not gonna, gonna vote again? No uh I don't or vote maybe. Trump. I, yeah, I won't Trump vote for Trump. But. I don't even know can he run dude? Can you be a president in jail? I'd be dude, I'll be honest not Trump, but I'm like, dude, if your president's in jail, man, that's like you should, that we should be, your country should be the scariest country in the world. Yeah. If your leader is in jail running right. shit like a mob. Right, right. Dude, like that's like mafia shit. The yeah. mafia would run the mafia or the cartel could run it out of prison. If you're the leader of, a, of the United States and you're in jail right. running it. Right. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> just a power, like a power play. Yeah. Just fucking moving pieces around fucking. In jail. Or fucking in jail. Giving yeah. Fucking, uh, what are those things called? The fuck Uncrustables? Yeah. Dude, Uncrustables. yeah making, making. Top ramen. No, toilet, toilet wine. Shanks. No, they're not like toilet wine, dude. When they make wine and shit, dude. There's there's like dudes in prison. I guess like prisoners can have phones now because there's dudes in prison. TikTok, TikTok, yeah, making bro. food and shit. They're like, they're like going to teach you how to make ramen, mac and cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, that looks banging, dude. So fire, dude. Oh, that's so fire. crazy, man, dude. Yeah. I think if jail was co-ed, it'd be sick. <laughs> I I think like I wouldn't mind going to jail if it was co-ed. I'd be like, dude, I mean, for real, dude, that'd be yeah. crazy. That'd be nuts, man. But, uh, I was, you know, maybe that's a thing. Maybe, maybe that's where we're moving. Dude, we're getting really progressive. Maybe we are going to move to like 
you know, non non-binary prisons where you have everybody. That's true. Actually, or non-gender prisons, that, bro. Because Dude. they put like transgender women or men. I don't know. I don't know what to call them, but they're like men or people who used to be men, men in women, women prisons. Yeah, and they'll get and they'll rape the women. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God. Dude, that's so fucked. Yeah. That's so fucked yeah, up. I mean, like, not like not that I don't care about the trans people like right. being there, but it's just like rape in general. Yeah, like it's dude. just like rape. I mean, dude, like, yeah. fuck, dude. I, I, I've, yeah, man. See, I don't like that. That to me is like more of my like politics is whatever, dude. But I'm like, it, 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 like the ra- like shit like that blows my mind. That like people care more about politics than the fact that like a rapist getting off and shit like that. And yeah, like man. that's like insane, dude. Yeah. Like, fucking nuts bro uh there's okay there's something i was gonna say though about uh fuck it was god damn it it was about prison maybe i don't know uh fuck we were talking about politics before that yeah no 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 yeah no like well the whole the whole trump thing man like i was a where was i i was in huntington beach Mm -hmm. uh and they had like trump's mugshot on a shirt and shit yeah yeah and it was like It was like free. It was like you know, like free. Like when Meek Mill was in jail, they had shirts that was like free Meek, and it was like Trump's mugshot. It was like free Trump, or like I don't know, dude. It's just like I, I just, dude, I just can't deal with people. Just like because that's the whole thing, man. Is like now it's it's not about politics. It's about this person, right? Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like it's like you don't. It's no law, like when people get so invested into a politician or a public figure or whatever, and like they take their word, right. Yep. Like as fact, mm-hmm. that's where it gets terrifying yeah. because then it's like, you know, like it, it, I don't know, man, I feel like, all right. I don't, I don't know what it is. See, the problem is, is I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know what the I right agree. answer is. And I like wish I did because I have like my opinions and I know they're, that's what I think, but nobody else, some people might agree. Some people might not agree. And it's like, you know, like I never, I never voted for Trump. I never did. Um, I didn't vote for the guy. I don't, I, I it was more or less like, I like looked at it and I was like, th- like just, it became so much of like a mockumentary. Like, I mm. really feel like, mm. like if you took all the press stuff and who's that big mock? Is it David Guest? Is that the who's the guy who did like Best in Show and stuff? Uh, he's like uh, uh, Christopher Guest, I think. I don't know. He's, there's like a guy who like. All right, think about it this way: if you took like all of like Trump's time in office, and then you like made it like, and then you took like the Office TV show, yeah, and they were like his like politic like political people, yeah. like the way they talk to the camera, and you took his real footage and you put that together, you would think it was a mockumentary. Like you would like, and that's where I was just like, dude, like I I was like I it just became so wound up about this guy over like, well, what is he going to do? Right. Like what, I think what it's is the same Biden for Biden too this year or this, this past dude, couple years though too, right? It's like the dude can't find the microphone. Imagine if you as a standup weren't to stage and you're like, uh, yeah, that's well, I'm, you want my biggest factor is the fact that like when most people like think about the average guy, you graduate college at 22, then you're going to go work for 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to retire and live your life. And, you know, and people fucking hate this. I say this, everyone says it, but it's true. It's like, dude, when you're electing people that are over the retirement age to run a country, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, he can't find the microphone because he's fucking, like, losing it. And that's why I didn't vote for him. Because, like, again, I worked in healthcare and I saw the dementia coming. Yeah, and it's like, and you can't control that shit. It's like, I mean, dude, even FDR had polio and was able to run a country. Like, that's like, (laughs) he was in a wheelchair. But it's like, but it's like, sometimes, like, 
you know, like I think, you know, that you can't run for president until you're 35. I think you shouldn't be able to run after 55. Exactly. You should have 20 years to run because then by the time you're 55 and you're, you can't get like, and that's a lot, you can't, like, you can't run again because, well, maybe, but like by the time you're reelected, you're going to be 60. Yep. And at that point you'd be thinking about retirement. Exactly. So it's like, why, why do people, we put people in power of things that like when they're on their way out, dude, cause like they don't deal with the repercussions and shit. Right. And it's, oh, I true, sound like bro. a fucking Gen Z TikTok idiot. No, not, not even, but like it, not but even. it is, but it's like people, but like people don't want to be like, Oh, that is true. It, like, it's just like, dude, we, you, you gotta go, you, you go through life to be a good person, be respectful and, you know, hopefully come out on top and be like, right. Hey, I had a good run. Yeah. But it's just like money can change people. I don't think it, I don't, and it's easy when I don't have any to say like I don't think money would change me. Mm, true, fame would change. Very I don't, true. I don't. But it's like, but I'm so confident in who I am and know who I am as a person that like the only thing money would ever change for me is the people around me. I would yeah. take care of people. Like yeah. I like I respect people that do that. But it's just like that sense of power and stuff. Uh, abuse of power is insane, and that's and it's like how much money do you fucking need, bro? It, it, it's so true because like dude denzel washington said it he goes dude when you die there's no u-haul following your hearse and you know and denzel's then, a real one though yeah he's a real one he bro. is I but it, it's so fucking true yeah. man no you can't bring anything with you when you die mm -hmm. and then people talk about like oh well i'm just you know they want to create generational wealth and i'm like all you're doing is creating people to not have to work for anything in life exactly. you're just separating stuff more and more where it's exactly. like which we've seen which is the reason why like fucking those oligarch shit doesn't work here. You know what I mean? Because the oligarchs like in Russia, that it's just them being rich and they just pass it down family to family and they don't do anything. Dude, you get bored, right? Like, Dude, we literally escaped a country of monarchy. Exactly. Like they're and like to create a place of freedom and democracy. And now we're just like the rich being you can be rich but never rich enough. And right. then the whole idea of like, oh, I worked for this. This is like, I, I worked my whole life to get this. And it's like, yeah, but the people after you don't, mm -hmm. they're going to have, they won't know what it's like to work three jobs exactly. to exactly. pay. Like the, the, the division of society is so wild. And it's like, dude, like- Well, I, divide and conquer, dude. It's that old idea of uh, divide and conquer. It's like an old Roman- like tactic, right? Yeah, bro. They would just divide the people so they could take all their money through taxes. They could fucking yeah. take all like death tax, all this stuff. So it's just been, it's a, it's an idea and an ideology that's been around for thousands of years. Yeah, how, it just doesn't seem people un, have a grasp on that. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Uh, not a lot, dude. Not, I, I, I don't, this I don't, is the thing, right? This is the yeah, thing bro. Now, the somebody Roman asked Empire. me that, yeah. and I go, when I watch Troy. Yeah. <laughs> after that, I don't think about it. Like what? Dude, if I if I'm thinking about the Roman Empire, I have way too much time on my hands. Way dude. too much fucking time, bro. Dude, like that means like SpongeBob <laughs> isn't running on TV or something. I love SpongeBob. Yeah, bro. so do I. SpongeBob is timeless, oh, yeah. but it's like, yeah, it's that whole divide and conquer, and just like you know, it's it's separation of classes. Yeah, and that's like you know that that's the whole thing. I like I because I it's I'm definitely hypocritical because I am like make your money while you can, but it's like for you, not for the mm -hmm. people after you. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, I love like, uh, I love like Shaquille O'Neal. I think Shaquille O'Neal is a person everybody should watch. This guy made hundreds of millions of dollars playing basketball, but then invested it into companies. Yep. And his kids, they don't have, like think they might have trust funds or whatever, but if they want money, he makes them do a PowerPoint presentation 
and give them a business pitch about why he should give them money for their idea. And he doesn't give it all the time because he's like, I, this is my, you don't have money. I have money. Right, exactly. Yeah. You have to make your money. Right. So come to me with an idea for me to invest in you. So I make money and you make, it's, that's how it should be. I think Deion Sanders is the same way with his kids. He's well, like, look, like it's just, but that's what it is. Bro, Michael Jackson was like that with his kids. They would, what he would do is with have, his actual kids yeah, or the other kids. Is that his real kids? Okay. I don't know. I right, mean, right. hey, I, he, yeah. I, dude, I don't even remember when he died. Like, I, yeah. well, that, like, that, that, that's a tale as old as time. I don't think we'll ever know. That's yeah. a, that, yeah. that's know. like the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah. <laughs> was it true or not? But his, his daughter now is like going on podcasts and stuff like that. And she said when they were kids, what they would do is read a book and they would be like, okay, you get one toy. Dude, I saw that yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. That's fucking I, dope. But I fucking appreciate that. Yeah, that absolutely. You got to force people, not force, but you're giving incentives to educate yourself. Exactly, bro. And that's, and those are skills. Like those are skills that you fucking can't learn if fucking your parents are just like, yeah, here's fucking $1,000. Yeah, $1,000. Yeah. Dude, Michael Jackson had more money than God, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like those kids trust when they turn 18. It's just like they, do, you wow. never have to work another day in your life, wow. but like they find other ways to do it. And yeah. like, and that's like, you know, people talk about like nepotism and stuff. And like, mm -hmm. here's my thing with nepotism. This is the one thing I like about comedy. There's no, I don't, there's nepotism to get your foot in the door. But if you're not funny or you're not good, that nepotism that's, doesn't matter. That's amazing, dude. But like music, film, oh acting, gosh. directing, nepotism, that's hype. But I do give those kids credit. Like they do get their foot in the door, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to pan out. Right. Like you still have to work for it. So I do give like rich kids that like, go and like actually pursue something yeah. is awesome and if they 100%. pursue something outside of like the entertainment industry even better like go better. go do like but it's like i because i grew up with a lot of rich kids that like you know they would get cars and stuff and yeah. you know and like they didn't have to work for anything they never had a job they could just get money and it's yeah. like it, it the pros and cons and like you know yeah part of me was like i wish i had that opportunity but i also know like my mindset is just you have to hustle every you day have to hustle you have to. like there's I, I truly believe there's two people in this world there's hustlers and those that get hustled and mm. you want to be a hustler you have to be a hustler if you don't want to get hustled because getting hustled is how people like like the nft thing dude like those things yeah. are worth no yeah, money nothing but like there's people that like hustled. thought they were hustling to get it and they got greedy and then they're like back to square one yeah. and they've like lost thousands. Of, it's sad, but like you got to like, you got to find ways to like hustle and keep it going. But it's, just, I don't know. It's, <clears throat> it's so weird. Like, and I feel, you remember how when we were growing up, we'd always make fun of like old people be like back in my day. Okay, yeah. We didn't have cable television. Now you see it now. And now I'm like, fuck dude, back in my day. Yeah. I worked like five jobs and rode my bike around to see where my friends were at. Yeah, now you dude. guys. 13 year olds on like instagram dude exactly and it's just like the metaverse type shit dude it's Crazy. it's 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 just like so why like it's i feel like we kind of get a glimpse into like what our grandparents saw like we don't not like the world wars and stuff like my grandfather died in august 22 last year this dude was 95 years old so this guy saw you know world wars mm -hmm. saw you know, Vietnam, Korean saw the War. IPhone, saw the internet. Yeah, saw the iPhone, the internet. Saw like you know, saw Trump. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saw Trump go from reality to fucking <laughs> to, to president. president. That's wild. So yeah. wild. And uh, and then like you know, couldn't escape. And like I, I was joked and I was like, hey man, I was like, you escaped polio epidemic by like two years. God was not letting you out without another one. Like you got you. He wanted you to see it all. And it's crazy because like now I think we're seeing 
all like the changes that like we probably never thought would happen dude. like i love like i love like instagram or tiktok when it's like old 90s commercials and shit and it's like like, oh dude like it's like old forgotten foods and shit i love those bro dude like uh even soda cans like surge remember surge surge was the shit dude i love surge surge was the best man so fucking fire yeah dude it's like crazy dunkaroos although i think they made a comeback that's right uh do you remember the purple and green ketchup from heinz Oh they made my like squeeze ketchup, no, purple and green. Remember. Yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. It's like sure, I remember like, the green one. I don't dude, the green one. Oh, yeah. the purple one was sick. Uh, they made a yellow one, and it was like people were like, "We thought it was mustard." mustard. <laughs> yeah, tastes like ketchup, but looks like mustard. I was like, "Dude, that's some fucking that's false advertising." But it's like, it's so, it's so wild, like the way we see things change, and like you know, even growing up, like remember the Dare program? Yeah. Yeah. And like that's coming know, back, they're it, bringing back there. Yeah. I hope they stop fucking telling people how marijuana is a gateway drug. I'll tell you right now, I've never smoked marijuana and been like, you know what I want? Meth. <laughs> like that's insane. They're like, marijuana is a gateway drug. I'm like, no, alcohol is a gateway yeah. drug, dude. That's the biggest drug in the world, and nobody talks about it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's true. That's very it, true. It's crazy, dude. But it's just like. Now, like, yeah, like, you know, we see times changing where, like, marijuana is, like, you know, less, like, the war on drugs is, like, less. I mean, mushrooms just got passed, yeah, I think, out dude, here. Yeah. Like, or got became a misdemeanor and shit. So, it's, like, it, there's so much good happening, but I feel like it also gets overshadowed by all the bad. And just, like, it, it's crazy, man. It, it's it's wild because, you know, I, I I was talking to somebody, my, I was talking to a comic about this today or yesterday, to, yesterday. He's saying, like, you know, the big thing right now when Hollywood's, like, the AI stuff. Right. And he's like, bro, he's like, you got to understand, the one thing AI can never take away is comics. Exactly. He goes, no, exactly. no one would go, what, no one's going to pay to go see a hologram. Right. Do, have you ever, have you ever done ChatGPT writing a joke? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. First off, they won't write certain jokes, which yeah, is that's true. dumb. It's so dumb. It's so gay, dude. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. You see, even shit like that, me saying that, people get met weird about. And yeah. I'm like, I grew up in a time where, like, it's not, I, like, I don't, like, I never want to offend anybody. Right. Like, I don't. And it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, I'm also coming to the conclusion, like, you're not going to please everybody. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I can't be worried about offending one person. No. It's, like, and it's, like, you know, it's one, with stuff like that, we made them derogatory words true like we took something and just made it like and made it in a like like in a negative way Mm -hmm. but like growing up like that was just like a thing that everybody said and it like and i and i because i feel weird about it because i'm like i say it and i'm like fuck i don't know if anyone's gonna be like somebody watching this right now might be like i can't believe he would say that like he's like you know i'm a straight white guy and it's like yeah it's like but that doesn't reflect who i am you don't know dude like i have family members my best friend like so but it, i'm not yet yeah, so it's not it's not like it's not i don't everyone's like well there's nicer ways to say it's like but it doesn't mean you don't have to make it mean right. in a bad thing it's just like yeah i could say like oh that's dumb and then it's like but i guess like yeah i don't know yeah it's such pros and cons with it but anyway uh fuck what was i going before i got onto that chant fuck uh you're talking to a comic oh yeah, yeah yeah it's just like uh yeah you can't you can't get rid of like comedy comics will never go anywhere. And like, who know? We don't know, you know, with the strikes ending and stuff, we don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Agreed. It could like, it could be a five year thing and we're right back to where we are. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's, it, 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 
at the end of the day, man, it's all a business. It's all a business. And it's all about making money. Yep. It's what do you bring to the table? How are you going to make us money? Like, yep. yeah, if you're Martin Scorsese, you don't have to worry. Exactly. And he's a big advocate. And I appreciate what he's saying about like independent filmmaking and mm -hmm. like how like, you know, the studios don't give a shit about it anymore. And it's true. They, cause it's they true. care, they care about money. That's why they remake things that don't need to be remade. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like they're man. remaking, they're making like a live version of Bambi. Why? Who dude, cares? Did you hear about this? What? How Bambi, they're going to make him transgendered. It's deers can't be transgendered. How they're the fuck doing is that? It. How is that possible? I have no idea. That's I just not, heard that today see, with like another that, comic. Dude, that, I don't, I, I, like, what I love about film and movies and stuff like that, besides it being entertaining, is like, it, it makes you think like intellectually as a human mm -hmm. about like real stories, real life things. Like, you know, I like one of my favorite movies is American History X. And I think great it's a movie. great movie. Great fucking movie. But it, and it's like, it's a great movie because it teaches you about redemption yes. and how hate can fill your yes. heart. But when you give yourself the chance, like you can, like you literally can overcome anything. Right. I mean, there's also so much controversy just with the, the director. Do you ever read about the director in that movie? I think I've heard a little bit. What Dude, so the director, I forget his name, but they the the ending of the movie wasn't the way he wanted it. The studio made him change it. That's right. So yeah. he said, like, I'm not putting my name on it. So he put hump it says directed by Humpty Dumpty. And then like apparently like Edward Norton went in and like added in a bunch of more scenes of him in it and shit like that. Anyway, it was a controversy, but that's another story. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like that's a great movie that shows like redemption and things like that. And it's real and it's true, and you can see that in life. And yeah, there should be transgender movies and, you know, like gay stories and stuff like that, that people can watch and relate and be like, this is real. But to do it with Bambi, it's like, that doesn't, it, it, it's literally about a deer. It's exactly. a, it's a made up story. It's exactly. a, it's like it's a made up cartoon from like 80 years ago that like, why, why, what is that? What does it matter? And it takes away from all the other transgendered stories that mean something to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we were, I was just talking about someone again. It's like the repurposing of just like the. Uh, Little Mermaid, how she was black. Like, dude, you, you you can't make a movie about MLK. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, they're just taking movies and repurposing them with yeah, it, with, with, the, with their ideology. With, yeah, where it's like, no, get real original exactly, stories. Dude. I love the movie, like Black Panther, bro. Black Panther, yeah, did that's you, amazing fucking movie. Did you ever see the Moonlight? You ever see that movie? Oh my god, dude, Moonlight Thank is you. one of my favorite movies, bro. Bro, that is Moonlight literally is so good. I, I I picked that to win that year. Yeah, and I was so happy. I it was won. so happy it because won. it's a good fucking. It was authentic movie about a gay black kid and his struggles as of growing, growing up, up in, in a hood, in, in the, the hood, hood with a crack, with a mom who's addicted to crack. Bro. And like, you know, it's, it's on, it's such a good movie. And that's a story that matters that people watch it and go, this is happening. This is happening in, it's not in my area, but this is a real thing. Yes. And but, you can, and you as a white dude, a straight white dude can relate to something like that yeah. because it's like you, you relate to the hardships of yeah. being authentic in yourself. Yeah, and like I watch it and like I have sympathy and be like, I, I, as bad as my life might seem, like there's people that struggle more. The whole, I, I, I just, like the whole cartoon thing and stuff like that, like that to me is just like, what a waste of money. And yeah. it is, it's definitely playing to like, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't want to speak for that community because I'm not a part of mm -hmm. it. But like, I feel me knowing who I am, if I was a part of that community, I'd be like, hey, take that money and invest it in a real story that can matter. Right. And get people to understand stuff, not about a deer. Like the story is about an orphan. Literally, an orphan. the story is just about an orphan. Yeah. yeah. And finding a family right. amongst misfits. Like, that's what it is. Like, 
it has nothing to do with the sexuality, the right. orientation, nothing. Nothing. It's like take that money and invest it in a story that matters. Invest it, dude. Invested, invested in a trans comic and yeah. give them a Netflix yeah. special. Like yeah, give exactly. them, give them a special. Exactly. Like that would do so much better. It would give so much more awareness to people that need awareness and stuff. And like I said, like I'm not a part of the community, but I understand. Like they want their voices to be heard and let them be heard. And their voices aren't being heard from a ba from a fucking Bambi. No, it's not, dude. Doesn't Bambi get shot anyway? Or his, I, oh, his mom, his mom gets mom shot. shot. His yeah, mom gets shot. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie from 1925. Uh, but it's just like, it's like, yeah, dude, like it, it like that, that has so much more effect Agreed. in doing those stories. Like, yeah, Moonlight, like, Moonlight tackled issues about being, you know, like once again, like I'm not a part of this community, but it, it, it it, it tackled issues about sexuality, about uh, families with addictions, mm -hmm. poverty, mm -hmm. um, growing up black. It's yeah. like stuff that I can't relate to, but I can see with, now I see it with my eyes yeah. and I go, I, this is happening. I, I don't, it's not happening in my life, but people go through this. And then it also is like, like Mahersha Ali is in Dude. 15 minutes of that movie, but he's so good. So but it's good. like, but then it shows the, the father figure. Yeah. The father figure and the compassion that people might not have and how mm. your father figure can come from anywhere. Like I'm pretty like, I forget like what his role is. Like he's, is he like a drug dealer? He's a drug he's, dealer. Yeah. Drug yeah. dealer. Selling drugs to people in the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Neighborhood. So it's like here, it's like, um, it's like a catch 22 where it's like, here's a guy supplying and yes, inevitably kind of keeping that life of this kid. Right but find sympathy in like taking this kid in and ha and he has like, it shows like, excuse me, like how, uh, I'm choking up. No, I'm just kidding. I burped. <laughs> I just burped. <laughs> Man, just full of tears. Like, oh my God. I didn't all. Like, uh, but it shows like he finds, he finds sympathy. Like he's, he's doing what he has to do to survive. And he realizes that, He's not the solution. He's, this is how I looked at it. He's the not problem. the solution. He's part of the problem. Yeah. But what can he do to help be a solution in that problem is like take this kid in. So it's like, yeah, it's like that story matters. And Bambi, and like, and the thing too with like the Black Little Mermaid, I didn't see it, but I also was like, okay. Yeah. I don't, what, I don't care yeah, yeah. what she is. I watched it's, it's a mermaid, dude. Right? They're not yeah. real. <laughs> They're not real. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. I don't, if she's the best actor in the room, then give her the job. Yeah, don't be great. like, why can't it be that she was the best actress for the job? Why does it have to be she's black? No, yeah. she was the best actress for the job and she did the job. And I know the next one too is that girl from the <sighs> Snow White. Yes. Yeah, dude, bro. You knew where I was I going. Think, West I think, Side Story. Yeah, I, bro. She's I think she's going to Hispanic. Get, I think she fucking got fired. I think they're going to reshoot it. Wait, because, what? Yeah. Wait, I, I don't know if it's wait, real or not, but why? Because of stuff that she said. Like, what did about, she say? Well, she was like saying stuff that like, yeah, I deserve to get paid more because I'm in the dress all day. No one knows what that sounds like. While the writers were on strike, not being able to pay rent. So it not, not only is there controversy Dude. with her being Hispanic, but now there's controversy of her saying the dumbest shit in the world. Yeah, this is the problem. This is, you know, this is the problem when people get their breaks too early. Oh, yeah. She got West Side Story while she was in high school, yep. right? Yeah. Which is awesome. I love that movie. I yeah. love Spielberg's take on it. Mm -hmm. I'm a... A lot of people don't know this about me. I fuck with musicals hard. That's weird. Dude, no. right? No, it is. It's so weird, bro. During the pandemic, I took tap dancing lessons. I want to learn. Dude, I fucking love musicals, bro. Gene Kelly's my god. Oh, he's amazing, Dude, bro. I, if you if you asked me to like, if I could have like three people at my like dinner table that are alive, it'd be like, I don't know, like Kurt Cobain, Jesus, and Gene Kelly. I don't know. That's a good, was, that's yeah, a good that's trio. A good trio. That's a good trio. Yeah. Uh, but 
I love musicals. So I, I was a great, it was, she was really good in that. But yeah. like, dude, it's like, you can't, you got, you got so lucky Mm -hmm. That you didn't have to, you're not a student. You like, she probably would have went to like NYU. Yeah, exactly. Or Juilliard yeah. or something, paid a quarter of a million dollars, coming out of school. You're going to grind for about six years. You're going to have to get jobs here and there mm -hmm. and hope for your big break. But like getting it at 17 years old and now this, and then like, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, I, I don't know what the life was like on the set, but mm -hmm. if it's what you said about her being in a dress, I'm kind of like, that doesn't entitle you to get paid no, more. That's your job. Yeah, you're the yeah. It's it's your job. That's being like that being like a construction worker, being like, hey man, uh, I'm wearing a vest all day and yeah. a hard hat. I want to get more money than the manager who's on a clipboard in yeah. a trailer. It's just like it's part of your job. It is what it is. You're paid to do your job, mm -hmm. and like all of us, dude. It's like you know, it, it, you you just have to do it. But like, yeah. dude, what? I, I didn't know they were reshooting it. I heard, I, I heard, I well, I heard, yeah. I saw that she, I did see that she said how it's misogynistic and mm -hmm. like he kisses her without consent. And it's like, dude, these are fairy tales. It's supposed to be something. The story is about, you know, waiting for your Prince Charming mm -hmm. and they find, like, this is how I look at it. It's a, it's, it's a, it's like a nursery rhyme, dude. It's like, you know, it's like Mother Goose or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, there's stories. And, you know, it's, I guess like, yeah, as like, uh, I understand that mindset of like how it could be conveyed. Like, look, he doesn't get, I'm like, yeah, but the, the story is about waiting for your Prince Charming. And that the, the thing that wakes you up is maybe I'm confusing it with Sleeping Beauty, whatever it is, but it's like that one true love kiss changes everything mm -hmm. and stuff. And, you know, it's like, so I saw her saying that. And then I know like the writer's family came out and being like this story, like our grandfather wrote this like 70 years yeah. ago. Like it's not yeah. about that. And I know there was controversy about the dwarfs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And once I, I don't know, man, I just feel like the arguments people put in could be put into like better arguments of like advocating for stories about, you know, like, uh, like, like things that matter. Like it, they're all, it's like, dude, I don't know, like Willy Wonka, they used, yeah. they, when they remade that, or the not the new one, the mm -hmm. one with Johnny Depp, they used yeah, one yeah. guy and mm -hmm. they still kept him like, a, I guess he wasn't like, like the Oompa Loompa, he was mm -hmm. like very tiny. I was yeah. like, I, it's just, I don't know. I, th I think there's a lot of arguments and yeah. people just have argument. Sometimes it's that thing, like, do you argue just to argue? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, eh. Well, brother, I got a cap here. I no, got to cool. hit a mic. No, no, no it's all good, dude. Brother. I love but, it. But hey, dude, I appreciate dude, you coming in last Appreciate minute. you having me, man. Fucking this is great. Fucking uh, let people know where they can find you on the socials. Yeah, uh, you guys can uh, give me a follow at Thomas Everett Mitchell on Instagram. Uh, also, uh, the podcast I run, the hell, at the Hell Yeah Guys on Instagram and YouTube as well. Uh, we got a lot of content coming out. And then, um, yeah, if anybody's watching this uh, in Philadelphia, I'll be at the City Winery October 27th with Michael Inoche and Anthony Storiti, and then Helium Comedy November 8th with Pat House. Uh, and then, yeah, um, also, uh, I didn't plug it, but uh, the I uh, co-produce shows at Ha Ha Comedy Club every Sunday at 7 p.m., uh, Flashback Showcase. So if you're a comic, also looking to get some stage time uh, at an L.A. club, hit me up. Great opportunity. I've Jesse's going to do one pretty soon. Oh, um, yeah. and then, yeah, got some, uh, might be running a show down in the West side with some people in Santa Monica, you know, you just always trying to find something, dude. Got to oh, hustle, yeah. get yeah. hustle. Don't get hustled. There you go. I love that. Yeah, dude. dude. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you again, Thomas. Yeah. Appreciate you coming here. Appreciate thank you everyone thank you, for watching and listen, brother later.